Big D from Richmond, Kentucky, and I am Lunatic Radio. This is Bert from Seattle, Washington, and I am Lunatic Radio. This is Chris from Tampa, Florida, and I am Lunatic Radio. Hey, I'm Mason Lawrence County, and I am Lunatic Radio. Hey, this is Elizabeth from Chicago. How are you guys doing? And I am Lunatic Radio. Studio in Salt Lake City, Utah, and I am LunaticRadio.com. Correspondent is she Dunsville? I always feel like we have to defend ourselves when we have guests in. Do you have a Valentine? Do I have a Valentine? I have Rock, and I'm gonna jizz in his face. Oh God, I've seen these guys pound each other in the ass at every break. It keeps us motivated. Yeah, it humbles us. I'm full scumbag. Yeah, you're full scumbag. But you associate with a scumbag, which makes you at least partial scumbag. Son of a bitch. Rock, you have a question for uh, Brittany? Not really. You guys are the butthole surfers. <laughs> I love Rocket. He's such a fucking asshole. This is Lunatic Radio. What up, everybody? LR Show broadcasting live from New York. Do you really care? T-Rock hanging out with you. Sure. Happy January, motherfuckers. Thanks to people, what's up? Do you really care? What up? Do I care to be here? No, do you care when you say to people, what's up? Oh, yeah. Do you really care what people are doing? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Email us at the show, lunaticradio.com. Drunko Hotline, 206-202-LUNAS, 206-202-566. Tweet at us at Lunatic Radio. Do all that stuff, people. All right? We like when you communicate. By the way, comedian Paul Hooper sitting in with us today. Yeah. Julian Cross is not here because the uh, roads are icy. Good. That's what he to said. To hell with him. Yeah. So we got not Paul. Really. We didn't really want Julian here anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. He'll be here next week. Damn it. He's going to say hateful shit. Yeah. Word up. Paul freshed off the road, right? Fresh yeah, road. West Virginia. Yeah, word up. I was in my uh, my stomping grounds at Rock. Well, for like a semester. I was actually uh, two, two and a half years. A couple weeks, essentially. I was watching the... Uh, yeah, you but know, how many classes did you actually go to? Four or five. I, <laughs> I was watching that Buck Wild show. Oh, the New Jersey Shore. Yeah, on MTV. It's where you know the Buck Wild show. Do you watch TV? Yeah, they the would tell me about it in West Virginia. Yeah. At the shows. Yeah. I watched one episode and the second shot. I saw of this episode was an was the exterior of my old apartment. Oh like, really? I was like, no way, really? It's like small world. Yeah, like two of the girls from the show were eating in a in the pizza place right below. <laughs> and I was like, this is so fucking weird. Yeah, they were talking about it in Charleston. Someone there knew a girl that was on it now, and oh, I'm yeah. sure it's like the big thing down there. Like everybody knows that people from Buckwild. I just got a, a text. Yeah. I'll, I'll leave the name blank, but no. it just said, fuck you. <laughs> so. Oh, I wonder who that's from. <laughs> Want to play a game? <laughs> so cheerful up there in Connecticut. Oh, Julian. Damn. He would just completely give me shit if I said Icy Roads. All I he calls me is a pussy and everything. He says hateful things to me, and he can't drive. What is that, 37 miles? Yeah. Is it 37 miles? I don't even it's know. It's 37. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
because I'm up. up I'm, I I drove home from work. I had no problem. I'm up his way. Yeah, no problem. Comedian and author Julian Cross was supposed to be here today, but the roads are icy, so he he couldn't make. It. Can't make. And he sat up there, and he's probably drinking some <laughs> lager and eating cookies or whatever he's doing. <laughs> That's what he said. He texted me when I was on my way here. <laughs> That's what he's doing. He's out there sitting by the water. <laughs> <laughs> with his American bulldog or whatever he has that eats his own shit. I know. And Wait a minute. He's got, his... I didn't know he had a dog. Yeah, he's got a dog. No shit. Why yeah, it's you... actually a great sweet dog, wow. but it's got some problems. It's got the whole family thing. It's got this some problems. I guarantee you Julian just curses at that fucking thing. <laughs> Say, shut you shit up, you piece of shit. <laughs> That's the way it goes. What are you, a dirtbag? <laughs> Something. I don't know. I'm trying to do Julian's voice, but I can't. <laughs> Let's go, a Durka, a Durka, Durka. Yeah, so we just have Paul, which is good, because Paul's, you know, fun, and I feel like we get along. The uh, last time we had Paul in, he told some great stories yeah. about the old days. Right? Yeah, so we, the we need days. some more today. He's, he's, a, uh, he's a changed man, but back in the day, Paul used to partake in the old alcohol. Yeah, I did. They were big days, so... Now I'm reformed. That was like seven years ago. Sure. But I really start to enjoy telling the story. Like, I enjoy telling the stories now because so much time has passed. Right. There was guilt for a while, and now it's just fucking <laughs> hilarious to me. Yeah, well, I feel like we're, Rock and I at least, are, are like kind of like going along that line. Like we're going to have like maybe 10 years from now. Okay. Well, we're going to be looking back on our drinking days. I yeah, I know. Yeah. I think we're going to hit that. I know. I mean, I'm drinking tonight, but I, I think it was like two shows ago. Just I'm like trying to like cut back on the drinking generally because it's, you know... Ugh, like even this past week, because we took the week off mm-hmm. and... uh like I just wanted to get away, get away from the cold, and just relax. And I just, I was just pounding down alcohol like I'd never had it before. And like by the end of the night, I'm just down in like it's three o'clock in the morning, and I'm just down in the hotel's gym, like power lifting. <laughs> and then I'm fucking going into the dry sauna and passing out. Are you was, doing it to be funny, or you just decide no, to work out? I'm just doing it because I'm just like I got all this energy. It's three o'clock in the morning. Let's fucking rock and roll. So you were drunk <laughs> in Florida, yeah. at a hotel. I don't hotel and you decided to maybe by myself by by myself maybe just get in a workout yeah i'm like you know i'm gonna fucking do this you know i don't know know what the fuck i'm thinking at this point i'm like this is great they got a gym here let's fucking rock this out i was at that point two years ago So this is what you got. It makes sense. We're right on par. I'm 33. You're 36. I don't see that as a real problem that you just get fucked up and work out, though. No, because then I want to see that. That part's not so bad. Although I fucked up my back. My back's been killing me for several days. Yeah, I mean, it's smart. I don't know what the hell I did. But then I wound up in the dry sauna. I'm like, this is going to be awesome. And then I'm just passing out for God knows how many hours in the dry sauna. Which is probably, well, potentially very, it could be you know unhealthy. It could be really bad. Yeah. Completely. Dehydrated in a dry sauna. Yeah, you could pass out. That. But yeah, it does still but, seem like a bottom or anything. Right, like but right, it's not a. I to me, it felt like kind of like wow, this is what I'm doing now. Like, this is where I'm at. But uh, but the, the nice at little turn. No at, hangover though. <laughs> no at, hangover. At any point when you're in the gym, were you just thinking to yourself, "I'm drunk and I'm working out. What am I doing? Did you have yeah. that? Uh, no, no. I'm just because I got the mirrors, you know. So I'm just like, I'm fucking lifting, bro. <laughs> Did you have the earbuds in, listen to Slayer? No, I just had music in my brain. It was great. It was, I was just completely just, I, 
and it was just me, obviously, because it's three o'clock in the morning. Who the fuck's working Did out? Did you even have workout gear in on or? Oh no, I just threw on my like shorts. I sleep. I had flip flops on. I didn't even fucking pajama care. pants yeah. working out. Yeah, my flip flops didn't even fucking care. Deadlifting. Yeah, yeah. Who fuck cares? <laughs> fucking drinking. Oh, it was a mess. It sounds ridiculous, but I don't know if it's a problem. Yeah, I know. It's. I mean, all right, right. It's not like the bottom, but it's just like, man, I, I, I just would fucking booze it up and, and like, there, there's got to be some level of control somewhere. Like, just calm. Well, that's, I gotta that's calm how I it was. Down. That's how I was two years ago. I was like a huge into like fitness and working out every day, but I also like to drink yeah. almost every day. So I try to. One day I just fucked it up and I started drinking before I was going to work out, and then I started feeling guilty. So I started working out and shit, lifting weights and going running drunk. And I'm like, this is fucking retarded. Yeah. What am I doing? Yeah. You know? Right. Exactly. And I thought it was like kind of not like a bottoming bottom, yeah. but I was like, this is, this is a yeah. problem. Yeah. Like no one gets motivated to work out when they're fucking hammered. Sure. That's true. Yeah. No, but I mean, maybe that shows that you're still hanging on there. You still yeah, have I mean, like the little the lift because you're trying to work thing. out. It's and not the worst it. thing, but I think like now I'm 33. It's like, I mean, I don't want to like, I just feel like I shouldn't, be drinking i should kind of control you know and you know there's been nights in in the past couple months like i've been out drinking till like 6 a.m and then we went out that night till like five in the morning and you know i felt like shit the entire next day and i'm just like i don't wanna i mean god knows what i'm doing to my body you know yeah i mean i'm sure it's terrible but yeah i don't know my <laughs> pinkies were like i couldn't feel the pinkies on my hands at the end of my See, drinking i don't want to get there the all Sorry, the so there's a reason i don't want to like get to that point i don't want to be like that's my point but i I don't think you're that way. You're doing it in a positive way. You're channeling it in a way. You're working out in like right. Ramadas and shit. Yeah. I was just pissing the bed and breaking windows. <laughs> so at least you're trying. At least I'm doing something somewhat constructive and somewhat like to counteract the unhealthiness of it. I think what yeah. Paul is saying is that we're misguided drunks. Right. Like right, we're right, not doing right, the right, right things right, right. when we get hammered. This doesn't seem bad at all to me. It seems <laughs> we're getting drunk and reading books. It's not supposed to happen right. that way. <laughs> if it, we were like, if this could be like high school cliques, we're like the nerdy kids of alcoholism. <laughs> Yeah, because you haven't fully committed to the evil or just giving up. Like, you know what I mean? You're still trying to work out and do all that stuff. I don't, I don't know. I, I just could. I don't know. I don't know. For some reason, it's... Well, lately, I've been getting drunk and talking to cats. So that's Yeah, that also thing. doesn't help. <laughs> that we learned recently. Kira's becoming fr- uh, like friendly with stray cats. That's oh, really? new, those are his new friends, actually. He'll just go out in the backyard and just chill out with just, stray cats. Yeah, Potentially rabid. You know, God knows what kind of diseases they're, you know, they have. And feral cats. Feral cats. Yeah. Feral cats. They're, they're just so cute and cuddly. What do you say to him? Uh, what I, up, bro? I, I hey, talked man. To him. I, ta- I just talked to him. I actually named one of the cats after one of the uh, the players that play for WVU, West Virginia. Gino. Yeah, I called him Gino because Gino Smith is the quarterback. I don't know. It's fucking weird. I don't want to talk about it anymore, Paul, because this is the second time I've met you and you're probably already thinking I'm straight. No, no, that we should really bring straight. this up. <laughs> no, no, because this actually isn't the first time he talked because back in the day at his old apartment, he used to talk to a spider in his bathroom. Really? Well, he'd be like taking a shit or whatever. It's a fucking big spider, dude. <laughs> I can see its eyes. That's how big. So you talk to it. Yeah. Spidey it. balls. You call it Spidey balls. No, it was like an intimidating spider. I call him Spidey balls because <laughs> I can see every part of the fucking spider, which is huge, and I, I was afraid to kill it. So I would. I don't know. It just freaked me out every time I saw it. They gave him names and everything. He was, yeah. in, he was in a different corner every time I went into the fucking bathroom. Like I'd. Go in one day, he's in this corner. I go in the next day, he's in that corner. He's just staring at me. And it's, he was like a roommate, basically. Oh, yeah, a roommate. Yeah. yeah. You know. That is really bizarre. But <laughs> I, can, I can only imagine what the fucking thing was doing to me when, I, you know, at night. You'd be crawling in your mouth and yeah, shit. Like crawling on the comforter or some shit. Oh, uh, getting on your dick. Like, you'd be like, what's up, bro? Like doing a spidey jerk off on my face or something. 
I don't know if spiders jerk off. Did yeah. you do that? No, I don't know what. I, know. I mean, I can't fault you for all of it. I mean, I'm sort of like in a thing, but I'm, you know, I'm past the drinking and now I'm just have horrible anxiety. But I like, and I talk about on stage, I really just, lately I have a strong desire to feed ducks. And I can respect that. It's soothing to me. And I do sure. want to purchase a duck and possibly move to a cabin in New Mexico. It's I totally get, I mean, listen, I suffer to a, a, a certain level of anxiety. And like during like the spring and summer months, there's a park around here and they have a little lake. And like, I'll just, after the run, like I'll just sit there and just stare at like the, uh, the geese. Yeah. And sometimes on Sundays, there's this little like model boat group that comes down and I'll just like stare at these little remote control boats in the water for like <laughs> fucking hours and I'm like I'm great like this is like the best thing in the world yeah I went to I get it I totally get it I was in Vancouver two weeks ago or Vancouver Island and they had this little dock there and you could feed harbor seals <gasps> for five bucks you buy a plate oh, of fish I'd be all over that I was like a fucking child I was like most exciting in the most pure four minutes of my life except for the birds whizzing trying to steal the fish but it was calming it was a very pure yeah, moment I in my life it. that I don't get anymore I, I mean I wouldn't it. name a goddamn spider but <laughs> Like, you is know this, what, I mean? is this what happens to really single tough. men in their thirties? <laughs> I stare at boats and ducks and fucking. Yeah. I'm talking to cats. Yeah, I understand half of it. This is new breed of singles. Paul just said he was in Vancouver feeding seals or something. What? Yeah, happened? one of the most yeah. beautiful, like great, it's like uh, gambling scene. Yeah, it's like, a great fucking like, city. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's Vancouver mm-hmm. Islands. Yeah, and you're feeding seals. And then within fucking 48 hours, I'm back in my apartment in Queens with fucking mice and roaches and shit. And I'm like, the contrast is too much. The extremes of my but life. But it is relaxing. I get I get it, man. I get it. I yeah. get it. Because I, I sometimes, I mean, I do suffer from certain, like, probably not, not ridiculous levels or high levels of anxiety, but nonetheless, I still do. And just those little things will just calm, calm the fuck out of me. And it's yeah, they're great. soothing. Yeah. So great. I, I, that lake is like the best thing. The model boats. Is, I'll just sit there and just stare at the little boats going around the lake. That's right. It's I was really fucking nice. looking at pictures on the on the internet of one of your the, like your Facebook or something. You stalking you, me, bitch. You took, a, you took a bunch of pictures of model boats. That's right. Yeah. I did, yeah. I just would sit. I, 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 I mean, it's my whole routine. I go. I go running around the lake, and then when I'm done, I just I literally just chill out on the bench. Is there anyone around you, or is just you on a bench? Just me. I mean, like all the old men. These are old men who do all the model boat shit, and you know, they're on the other side, mm. and I'm just like sitting there. Just fucking. Sometimes I'll just even fall asleep because I'm just so I get so relaxed. <laughs> yeah, I'll just pass out. Like, you know, and just you know. there's some, yeah, there's something to be said for the natural beauty of it. I know. Yeah, yeah. If I see a snow capped mountain or a harbor sealed, yeah. See, I calm down. Mountains. Mountains. Oh, we like, we're like on the same page. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, gear would bust my balls. When I went out to Arizona with them, I fucking like got a hard on looking at mountains. Like, this is the greatest thing. Yeah, I love it. Any of that stuff. Any of the natural beauty. Yeah, like in my 20s, I didn't care. But now my 30s, it's the most soothing this thing. This is what people with anxiety and OCD do. What? Mountains, ducks, and fucking things that are like, you know, calming. To be honest with you, I find myself on the internet. And I know most people probably look at porn or other people look at cat pictures or something like that. I find myself looking at landscape photos. Landscape photos? Of mountains. Oh, no, I'll do that too. I'll, I'll go. do that for hours on end. Sometimes I'll just go to Taos, New Mexico. Someone told me about Taos, New Mexico a long time ago. And I'll just look at photos on Google, image search of fucking Taos, New Mexico and dream of my nice. cabin. And I've priced casitas, you know, Spanish guest house sure. on Craigslist. Sure. When I have a meltdown here, I go there. I can get a $700 guest house, sit out there and write something. Fucking awesome. Why not? Duck, possibly. Hell yeah. But I look at that stuff and it does calm me. I'm yeah. like, I could always escape to that, yeah. that area or something. I get so I guess that. we all do that. I totally get that, man. Maybe we all, maybe in, like men in their 30s and people in their 30s need that. Yeah. 
Like you the, know, kids, the kids in their twenties don't realize that they, uh, you know, they just go balls to the wall. But you know, once you get a little bit older, you need something to calm you down. The, the rigors of life are getting to you. Sure. So you need like twenty minutes every day to look at something stupid, right? And inane, and, 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 and dream of something like Paul's doing, dreaming of Mexico. Yeah, I get it. I fucking get it, man. Uh, coming in from the chat room, I can relate to uh, the drinking. Uh, I have my best workouts after drinking nights. I feel it evens out everything. Oh, this show turned gay coming in from the chat room. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, the closest That's the closest Kieran gets to pussy, referring to the stray cats he's hanging out with. Yeah, I know. Whatever. <laughs> it's all right, man. It's a good thing. Stay out feral cats, though. I don't know if you should name them. <laughs> the, I mean, I feel... Did you feed a raccoon, too? No, I just saw the coons. <laughs> Raccoons. <laughs> not that close to Brentwood. Uh, no, pretty close. Wine dance, not right, right around the corner. So Ugh. you fed a raccoon. That's what you told me the other night. Well, no, they, and they do the cupping they, of the hands. They stole the, whole the fucking cat. I feed the fucking cats, the feral cats. What do you feed them? Uh, just a little fucking shit dip, food. dip in cord, cords like, light, like no artichoke dip, or like no, no, like no skull, like oh, the, skull dip, <laughs> like the no frills cat food you get at Stop and Shop or whatever. I get a thing of that, and they throw it in the bowl, and they just they. It's like a community fucking bowl. For all, there's and they like, eat it. There's like 50 of them. And they swarm your place now. They, yeah, they pretty much. Yeah, I don't know if that's good. <laughs> I only feed three of them, though. Really? Only three. Because I feel like they're related, so I figured if I'm going to feed one, i got to feed the other two siblings. Yeah. You know? That makes sense. I, just, I don't know if that's this healthy, is fucking man. This is your family. This is like your family what, now. What happened to the porn and, and beer? And what, no, no, you're growing up. This is your new family now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. you are kind of like a cat, so I could see how you can relate. I am you, like know, you just kind of like lay around. Yeah. You know, move from room to room, <laughs> shit in the corner, you know, so you can kind of relate. Watch the occasional ESPN. <laughs> Fall asleep. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's whatever. I think men, yes, you're right. Men in their 30s, we uh, we need something. And by the way, uh, if Julian... Yes, vagina. Cro- That's what single if, men in their 30s need, if, vagina. If, if Julian Cross was here in studio, he oh, would have left or been cursing his fucking head off right now. You motherfucker. Julian lives by the water, and he took me on the boardwalk by his house. It's very beautiful. I think he has an appreciation for it that he won't let, yeah, let out a lot of times. But he's probably sitting out there in a the fucking ice storm right now. I'm telling you, <laughs> drinking his pale ale, eating some kind of cookies. Fucking... Enlarge that belly. I tell you what, I bet you Julian is a closet person like that. Like we were just describing, we need those moments in life where we need to just go somewhere and sit on a dock and walk, look at. He's like that because he seems every time he's here, he seems so uh, angry all the time yeah. when he's here. Yeah, he needs. Some I don't sort know if that's a, just stick or is that just real Julian? Yeah, he seems like it's a really him. But yeah. yeah, he's a miserable person. He just likes. Oh beating. yeah, I wonder what his like. Like uh, he, he was like in his heyday when when I was here and, and Paul was here the last time. He because he, he picks on both of us. Sure. He leaves you out for some reason. Actually, no. Sometimes he picks on you too. Oh, he does. Yeah. He's like in his heyday. He can just. He's got three people to pick on, and he's like, "This is this is great." That's his zen. And he goes it's home. Joe kisses the wife and goes and sleeps nicely. Yeah, that's it. He him. feels great about himself. I leave the show when Julian's on. I'm like, "What the fuck am I doing with my life?" Because <laughs> I just got beat up. For fucking two Looking hours. for a ditch with your car. It's like I invite this shithead on the show what am i doing he tees off on me but i enjoy it so i guess he no, it's goes extra fun. hard yeah, yeah it's all fun. it's all in good fun. everyone has to get thrown in the barrel once in a while that's what keeps everybody uh on the same oh and fucker there he is yeah boo Can we talk to boo julian boo. cross welcome to the program sir listen i'm not listening i'm not putting up with this bullshit <laughs> <laughs> i'm done with it god damn it why why what's Pay the attention matter? I can bitch at you from across state lines. Let's get that clear. God damn it. Now I've got to change my camera because I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm pointing at the wrong person here. Hang on. 
So now you're going to fucking... Yeah, wait, you know, Josh Kogan does the same thing. Those calls us from the closet. I know. What is... Yeah, it sounds terrible. Julian's tech savvy. He should you, know better. Are you in the middle of a batch session? No. Why did, what the fuck does that make? That means you're jerking off. Sorry. No. My, my comedic timing stinks lately. You, it's awful. You're, you're com- you, could, you could have stopped with the word comedic. <laughs> All right. I get it. Yeah, he's drunk. Are you drunk, Julian? Yeah, he's drunk. I've had a couple. Nice. There we go. I, I, I've, I've, it took me fucking this long. I started listening at 8 o'clock, but it took me this long to get a decent connection. I don't know what your damn Android boy's doing, but I was getting all skips and shit. I think he's got two cell phones in a closet in Queens that's handling all these video feeds. This is bullshit. I had to jump around and change to Ustream before I could even hear you guys without skipping. Why can't you drive 22 the best miles story and just ever. be here? Yeah. Why can't I drive? Because, I, you know what? I was really planning on being there, and then I walked out to my steps. I was scraping the fucking snow off, and it was all ice. I was too late at uh, whatever time. You I don't text- drive on your steps. What he really means is he was walking out the door, and he realized what he was actually, where he was actually going. He said, forget it. What am I, why would I bother? Yeah. That's a valid point. Let's not argue. <laughs> Why is this fucking thing? All so right, we no, give you the power. To- what are you doing? Uh, no, that is oh, the show ruiner! Off your Ustream feed that I paused when I called in, like a reasonable person, and now the fucking things. Julian, forward it to me. I'll take a look at it. Will you? Yeah, I'll be able to take a look at it later. If- I want to know. Is the, the modem? Pro- oh, first of all, I want to know why I'm staring at a bullshit lunatic radio logo and and not able to stare in your eyes as I insult you. I need that. Oh, uh, that, yeah, that one we, the, the uh, Skype line doesn't have the camera, sorry. So you have to actually look at the video, you know. You have to watch the show to see yeah, us. You're right. on the phone with us, so. It's on a different computer. Damn it. Right. Sorry. Sorry, Julian. And, so, Julian, you seem very cheerful and you're back to your uh, old self, you know, we, like we haven't, we haven't missed you. You haven't changed. Well, I want to I want to discuss this bullshit with the we haven't we haven't missed you. You haven't changed. Yeah, I heard. <laughs> I want to discuss this. I want to discuss this bullshit with uh, you assholes. All right, well, insulting me as far as what kind of person I am. Also talking about delicate walks we had by the beach. That was between me and him. I don't know why he's sharing that with everybody. <laughs> Insulting. Well, I, I, you know what? I you need that, Julian, in your life, and I. I it, it, it's surprising that everybody in this room now is admitting to having those moments by themselves. But I didn't. I didn't know we were going there the with this first I segment. Took Paul down by the beach is because it's full of rocks, and I was hoping he was going to slip and fall. See, it was a nice time. It was a beautiful day. We took pictures there on Instagram. Aww. You can see Julian in his happier moments. We took pictures. Paul took pictures because he's never been that close to the water before because he can't afford it. And then those two son of a bitches hit Paul Hooper and Taylor Ketchum came to my house and ate all my goddamn Who Knew cookies. Who Knew? Oh, uh, yeah. His- those fucker. Oh, you're a mess. Who gets those? So organic awful. Oreos or whatever he's they're got? Hard. They're pretty good. but They're, they're awesome. Paul, but they went and bought more, so don't don't let that piece of garbage insult you. No, they're good. He gave me a coupon for them, a dollar off, so I went and got some. But, yeah. This show is, is yeah. I don't know what's going on with this yeah, show. Yeah. The show is already ruined by you guys <laughs> synchronizing periods. We're talking about cookies. And mountains. And, and mountains ducks. and ducks and stray cats. But not even normal cookies. Who knew and cookies? he insulted my dog. Let's not forget about that. He hey. insulted my dog. I love your dog, but it does eat its own shit, right? 
does. And you know what, Paul? There's a beer can on my back porch still. Okay. After your fucking ashtray, you need to come. I'm not picking that shit up. That's your goddamn. Save it for the next visit. I'll be up there soon. (laughs) That goddamn ashtray off the back of my table. My wife's infuriated about that fucking beer can. She wants your ass back up here to fix it. I'll be up there soon. I don't mind coming up there. You like we last time he prepared some scallops and some who knew cookies. And I sat down with his fat ass and watched him drink on a Tuesday night in front of his children. The worst way to spend the night. (laughs) I invited those two cocksuckers and they both had to fuck them. Yeah, but I actually I, I saw your invite. I got it on. Uh, I don't know. Facebook. I didn't get an invite. Yeah, he invited us up there for steaks. But then I was <gasps> like, you know, it's a nice gesture, but I don't want to drive all the Connecticut to get insulted for three hours. I would have went. I didn't know about. I sir, I didn't I, had no idea about this. I would have went. I worked not that far from him. I would have went. But yeah. it was on a Sunday. You I actually been. I offered to pick people up at the train. I offered to pick people up at the ferry. Was not that big a deal, and I would have only insulted you for two hours and fifteen minutes tops. <laughs> and he's got this thing because that's, that's when he would have kicked us out. <laughs> yeah, I'm drunk enough. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Get the fuck out. <laughs> he's got. If you go up to your heads up, he's got a machine that he claims is fancy. It's a bucket with water in it. That he heats meat in over sterno. And he's like, I spent three grand for this. Uh, from Europe or something. I don't know what's a cockamamie story. But he I makes all meat in it. I want to go up there. I want to I want to see the uh, the cross house, if you will. I need to I need to experience this. You want to see the sous vide machine that Paul's insulting, yet he had no problem lapping up all the free food that came out of it. You it was good. Right. It was good. But he's always got something, some kind of new creation or invention with the food. Some food device. I'm impressed. He so they, but he can... Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, no, I would like to go to. Now I would like to go to a barbecue. I, I had no idea. Place. I would have went. Fuck. You want to make it a big group thing? So you figured you couldn't go. So you fuck it. I'm not going to tell Rock. <laughs> I, think, I, I think I included you on the fucking message that I sent. Actually, I think you're just ignoring the. He fight. sent it on uh, on Facebook, I believe. And I believe I sent it to both of you pieces of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should have a barbecue, and you got to make sure that Paul, myself, and Rocket are all going to be uh, yeah, hey, around. Right. Once you shut this bullshit down, we can we can fit you three and everybody's listening to this show right now in my living room. <laughs> it's true. Do it right now. Living room, probably the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see you three cocksuckers trek up the icy roads that I wouldn't come down there. I ninety five. Yeah, it's all bad. It, my neighbor, I can't even get out of my neighborhood right now. It's all. Iced up. In Julian's defense, up by my office, the the parking lot was kind of icy to get to my car. So, the parking lot was, and what? And it was still daylight, right? No, I I I left at six forty five. Really? Yes, really. The show is beginning to sound like a boring version of Famous <laughs> in the Morning. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the whack whack. Just waiting well, for that. What's the matter? It really is. You ever listen? You ever listen to Dynamis lately? He no. gets on and literally talks about like napkins and shit. Hey, it's, Paul. You know the best way to promote your radio show is to talk about other radio shows. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Kira, you always have something negative to say about the show. Why can't you? It's my just charm, let it be? motherfucker. You don't have charm. Somebody texted me. Uh, you drink somebody, and dip. Somebody texted some, Somebody texted me this week. He's like, she sounded really negative on last week's show. I was like, what are you talking about? I'm listen, like, to, listen to I fucking thought, thirteen years of audio. I actually thought I was happy on last week's show. Yeah, I was having fun. No, you're just miserable ripping on Nicki Minaj. What was the last no. show you like? That was a great show. I haven't done one yet. That's why I continue to do radio, Rock. Fifteen years of this shit. He's still trying to pull that off. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to have one good show, and then I'm just going to call it quits. That's it. 
I get the same thing, though, about the negative. Always too negative and stuff. People give me lectures about it. Yeah, but I don't feel like I am. No, I'm not. I would hate to see myself if somebody thought I was positive. You no. know, I was like, what? Well, I must be out of my mind if I'm positive. I, I think like I'm positive it, all the time. I like to call it realistic. <laughs> all right. I don't need another insult from you. <laughs> if you go to Julian's house, don't drink the coffee. You. I was supporting you, goddammit. Thank you, sir. In a, in a roundabout way, I guess you were supporting me. Tough love. I'm agreeing with you and adding detail. Right. You drink I coffee? It's going nowhere. I drink coffee like a madman. What do you, whatever you have, if you visit Julian, he's got another $3,700 machine that he insists you drink this coffee. What? And then he hands you fucking hazelnut and raw sugar. And I'm like, I want cream and Splenda. He's like, you're drinking this. I'm like, where's Starbucks? He's like, you're drinking raw sugar. Oh, my God. Like Julian's a coffee faggot like with your soy fucking latte And he forces sugar. you to drink raw sugar. There's no hazelnut in this goddamn house. Second of all, it's an espresso machine. Oh, espresso. No, Nespresso, you motherfucker. <laughs> and it's cheaper than Starbucks. I pay two fifty a day. I just go, I don't like raw sugar, but he insists I have it. I'm like an ungrateful I, I, guest. I, I'm trying to get you to not have cancer because you ingest all that bullshit. Yeah. I, sweeteners. I agree with you, Julian. Well, it's you're not plastic. concerned. You've been praying for my death for over 12 years. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> that point. But he wants you to die in Julian's way. Yeah. 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 If you're going to die, you're going to do it my way. Guys. <laughs> uh, Julian, I love you oh, so much. And now that you've insulted it, how is the coffee, Paul? Where? At my house. Hey, the coffee's good, but the, the things fuck, you have to fuck, add to it. Fuck up. The coffee's fantastic. <laughs> the coffee's good. Get cream and splendid oh, before I visit. Fucking uppity about his like, home, home brewing coffee. Oh, no, no, I, don't I hate those fucker. Oh, this fucking coffee's the best. Yeah. No, it's not home brew. It's all in canisters. I just stick it in there and push go. Yeah, yeah but then I don't want you. give me strong coffee, this quality product. Then you're like, well, here's some horseradish and hollandaise sauce. And I'm like, fuck <laughs> off. We're Starbucks, man. <laughs> half and half in Splenda. God damn it. You know there's a fucking... problem when you stick an umbrella in the coffee. <laughs> I, I, balls, umbrella, whatever. <laughs> I get too fancy. Literally, our, our topics in the first segment, mountains, ducks, model boats, and artificial sweeteners. <laughs> this is stupid. The view will come back after the break. I have Literally. 20 minutes about this shit in my set, so... That's a set list for me, basically. It's coffee. Naps, too. There's another set on that. I love a good nap on a Saturday afternoon. I bore the shit out of people. Do you people. honestly get on stage and go, does anybody like sleeping here? That's no, okay. I have three story the naps, just self-absorbed <laughs> stories that don't involve the audience. It's just about my sleeping problem, how much I enjoy naps, and I can fucking people, they get so self-absorbed. I don't oh know. Oh, my just, God. I think that's a good opener. So who here likes naps? <laughs> Can't argue with sleep, right? Right. This show, yeah. this show's to help, uh, you know. I'm taking a nap right now. Exactly. <laughs> hey, Julian, I, I don't know if this is anywhere to go, but... Um, <laughs> nice disclaimer. You were at... Let's talk was, about your career. Uh, no, I saw, I saw, yeah, I saw something uh, that you went to the stand. What was the stand at the, the comedy club in uh, Manhattan doing last night? It was some sort of debate thing. What was that about? Oh, that's, um, well, I, <laughs> UCB... And, uh, well, like, do you not know anything about that? I don't know anything, but it seemed like it, it seemed interesting or important or something okay. with com- comics and not uh, being paid. UCB is, uh, Upright Citizens, Citizens Brigade is a huge presence in comedy in New York and LA. And they don't pay anybody that does any of their shows, yet they charge to get into some of them. So. What happened was a, and I'm not going to mention any names because I don't know all the details. So, a a a good 
professional, well-known New York comic was on a show at UCB put on by a guy who's struggling to be a comic and um, just just new, not because he sucks, just because he's new. And uh, he made it, the, the, the senior fellow made a comment on stage, on the UCB stage, about how he thought it sucked that people who were at the show were getting charged to be there, yet none of the comics were getting paid. To uh, to be on the show, and uh, UCB canceled that kid's show because one of the comics on his show made that fucking comment. So now it's gotten into this big heated thing. So last night there was a challenge to UCB to come debate whether or not comics should get paid on those shows. If you're charging at the door, basically the comics are saying if you're charging at the door, you know, pay the comics. If you can, you know, if you sell. Tickets at fucking ten dollars a seat for two thousand seats. You're bringing in two grand, and uh, you're not spitting out fucking one hundred and sixty bucks <coughs> pay the comics. Right. Yeah. And, that's the know. only. Yeah. Right. It's the only good thing to do is to pay the comics if you're charging at the door. Right. Yeah. I mean, and and there are you know there are whatever bullshit sides to e- either of the argument, and there are people that are that are wrong on both sides. But at the same time, they they were you know they they were bringing it out last night to stand where. Uh, all the parties involved were more than invited to be on stage, and those that showed up um, put on a hell of a show and, and made a fucking valid point. And now, now they're actually working it out. So something good came of it. So now, you see the guy who's run UCB and the guys who are on the comic side they're they're actually working it out and trying to come to some sort of civil resolution to it. So, is this some sort of like uh, debate that's going on locally in, in New York, or is this around the country? People are talking about this, as far as in the, in the com- comic world. To, it was brought to head in New York. It's um, the the LA people are, I you know, they're 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 not really getting involved. Um, it was uh, there is UCB in LA, but they're it's all in New York right now. Right. I was just wondering what the hell that was all about because I kept on seeing photos and stuff and people talking about it. So, all right, okay, think Julian Cross. We're gonna let you go and we're gonna uh, yeah. ha- make, have Paul uh, entertain us for a couple more hours. I'm going upstairs to fuck my wife. Oh, sweet. All right, say hello. For Take us. some photos. I love you, Julian, so much. I love you so much. Listen, I'm done with this. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, later. Julian. Later. All right, there goes Julian Cross, everybody. Nice out. Didn't he's even an, say anything. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> he's an author, too. He never reciprocates. By the way. The chick is actually reading his book, because I refuse. I haven't read it yet. She's going to tell me about it, apparently. Did you just you say that because you refuse? <laughs> no. I'm, I, I, really, I think I read nice. Catcher in the Rye, I think. I don't even remember when I was a kid. It's good. It's great, right? Yeah, I heard that whole holding Coalfield, right? It's your boy. Yeah, it's my boy. <laughs> All right, we'll do a break. We'll come back. We'll get the show started right after this, everybody. Paul Hooper in studio. What up, Lunatic Radio? This is Arizona Steve, and I am Lunatic Radio. And Lunatic Radio rocks my girlfriend's box. Yeah. Oh, he's a corner by the time I get to Arizona. Help it. It's just like the no way it's said. Game, game to play. Guys, to make me feel this way. Let's get gay on the show right now. What would we get thing to do? To make me dream of you. What a wicked thing to say. I 
just grabbed the mic like a faggot. Never felt this way. What a wicked thing to do to make me dream of you. Hey, I'm the gay guy. Remember me? Everything I do is because I'm gay. Bring you. Dude, look, I'm, I'm holding the mic stand. Wait, uh, there's another course. Yeah, there is. We're getting booty shaking for it. See, look. Yeah. Dude, chicks dig this. I'm telling you. All right, hold on. Chicks we got another course. We got another course. There we go, baby. Yeah, the course, Chris. It's coming up. Come on, ladies. This is Uh, tricky. We're doing this for you, ladies. We're doing this for you, ladies. We're going insane, by the way. This show filler. Strange words desire make foolish people of you. All right, here's the high point. I like pot. (laughs) I never dreamed that I'd lose somebody. Somebody, she died. No, <laughs> I never dreamed that I'd lose somebody. <laughs> you're fucking me up, Ronnie. No, Us singing to you. And for the wizard. Because, you know. <laughs> come on. D- dude, girls. Come on. Girls like that. See what we do? Girls like that. No other show you know what does the, that. You know what the girls will appreciate? They appreciate the effort. I felt like yeah. Goose and Maverick singing to that chick in the bar. That's right. That's right. We were singing to the Luna ladies. The yeah. Luna chicks. The Luna we chicks. were showing them that we appreciate yeah. you showing us some skin all yeah. the time. Right. So we're going to sing for you. And this is for all you Luna chicks. Even the ones that are not in your yeah, life that, that are, all, you, yeah. all you in LR world. All the Luna chicks. All the Luna uh, chicks. Gay, gay, gay. That was for you. That was for you. <laughs> you know? From us and listen, you. They, they, don't, they don't care that you don't that you don't know how to sing. No, they appreciate right. the effort. The thought it's, that counts. The yes. thought that counts. See, Kieran, that's a, that's a lesson for you. It's the thought that counts. Yes. And not about big white teeth. As you- <laughs> I didn't mean to put it like that. <laughs> Hi, everybody. We're on Twitter. We sure are. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. Lunatic Radio. You know what, Rock? I love that Twitter thing. What did you say? Yes. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. So if you want to know when the radio show is broadcasting. Or the Rocket Radio Hour. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. Hey. What? Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. Lunatic Radio is the name of the show. It Twitter. is. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. See how convenient that is? See what we do for you? Practically nothing. Right. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. Go check it out, fuckos. It's LunaticRadio.com. Comedy. Beer. Smut. Talk.
It's lunaticradio.com. What up, everybody? Wake up! Nine Inch Nails on the LunaticRadio.com show. Kier Rock hanging out with you. Paul Hooper's having a cigarette. Get back in a couple minutes. I was just reading on BuzzFeed that uh, Chris Jenner, that's the uh, the mother of uh, Kim Kardashian. Oh, yes. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is she Kardashian? Oh, no, she's Christian. She wanted to change it to Kardashian. Ah, that's right. That was on one of the episodes. She's, she's going to get her own talk show. What? Yeah. Awesome, man. You're, you're all over that. Still doing the internet. Chris Jenner, who had a daughter who banged a black guy once. She's got a talk show. True story. So that's what I got to do now, Rock, in order to get myself in the broadcasting business. I got to have a daughter... And I gotta have her bang a black guy on film. That's my pipeline right there. Give Ray J. Yeah. Give Ray J a call. That's awesome. How you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm in a weird position. You can move over. This is the studio. No, 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 you can move over. I knocked the camera down. All right, I'm sliding. There's just so much equipment and shit, and I'm, I no, no, broke something. Move. I broke a camera yeah, already. Yeah, the camera and fell, and I was... Earbuds? What are you talking about? What are you doing? Are you talking about crossword puzzles? No. Oh, okay. We should talk about ducks some more. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> I do love a duck. It's soothing to me. It makes me... I don't know what it does. It Man, calms me. I like swans, actually. You know, those big ass. If you ever did a podcast, I would be your biggest fan. I would like completely relate with like so much shit you would We're doing about. one now. We're recording it. We've got like six oh, episodes. Yeah. Really? My buddy Taylor Ketchum and I are doing one. Yeah. No, nice. oh, really? What's it called? It's going to be called The Dreaded Hour. Oh, you haven't, per- you haven't published them yet? Not yet, no, because we're trying to do it with my road schedule, you know, trying to get like 10 of them recorded so that when I go on the road for three weeks, we don't miss a week Ooh. and then lose, you know. I'm not always in town, so we're trying to do it that way. So yeah, we had some welcome to the comedians. world of podcasting. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. don't I'll get stuck in it like 13 years where dreams go to die. Yeah. You know, I have a lot about my anxiety and all that shit on there, and probably already some duck talk. <laughs> I'm sure that's on there. Duck talk with I obsess Hooper. about it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, there was a story out of uh, Ireland this week, and I, maybe Paul will appreciate this one. Uh, it's it's uh, there's a county in Ireland that is uh, passed a bill. It will allow uh, elderly people who live in rural areas to drink a little bit more and drive. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Here's the uh, story. I grabbed it off of uh, YouTube. Here we go. Think DUI laws are too strict in your town? Well, Cary County Councilors in Ireland recently voted in favor to allow drivers in rural areas to have a couple of drinks. If approved by the Minister of Justice, local officials would be able to issue permits allowing residents in remote areas to drink in moderation and drive without any repercussions. Hmm. That's not a bad idea. No. Mm -hmm. I like that. I'm for it. You're allowed to have uh, two or three drinks, I believe, get a little buzz on and then drive home because there's no one going to be on the roads where you're driving. Sure. It's like farmland, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. Totally rural. Mm. And they're saying, actually, the guy who passes Bill... They were saying that he passed it because he's afraid that all these older people, they, they get depressed when they're living out there in the wilderness. And they, they, they don't want to go to town because there's a bunch of you know, young kids at the mm. bars usually getting all rowdy. And they're, you know, but if they had like, you know, the permit to drink a little bit sure, sure. and drive home, it'd be good. 
Yeah. Might be good. I mean, one of the funniest things I ever heard is like uh, my ex girlfriend lives in West Virginia, mm. you know, like Elkins, that small town. Mm. And one of their neighbors, her sister's neighbors, like was this 75 or 80 year old woman who was a widow. Mm-hmm. And I guess she drank. And in that small town, the cops, she got drunk somewhere one night and fucking ran from the cops. And two cops had to push her off the road. And pull her out. And she had the gray beehive, and I thought it was the most hilarious, fucking greatest thing ever. That there was just an old, depressed widow, <laughs> drunk, running from the cops. I just thought I really admired it. And then I saw her, and she had glasses. It's ridiculous. She's like a great grandmother driving ninety-five miles an hour, and they had to push her into a pasture. I mean, she's still free. Well, I guess she's that, lenient. So. That's probably what's going to happen now in Ireland a lot with these old people. They're just going to get hammered and go crazy like that lady did in West Virginia. Yeah, that's to push her into a field, but it's hilarious. This this guy, this politician in in, in Ireland, he was he was thinking they're going to get drunk at the home house, you know, and just stare at the four walls forever and get sure. suicidal and just shoot themselves. And he didn't want that to happen. So he's now he's going to So he figured at least they could put some money back into the town and right. then fucking, you know, die in a ditch as the yeah. car runs off the road. Roll it seven or eight times. Right. And yeah. yeah. So at least the bar's got some money. Here's more right. story. I get the logic. And behind the motion, Danny Healy Ray states, a lot of these people are living in isolated areas where there's no public transport of any kind. And they end up at home looking at the four walls night in and night out. Clearly, this isn't a story from ABC News or anything like that. It's some Well, no. Yeah. Yeah because they don't want to take the risk of losing their license. Previously, the law would allow most drivers to consume a little less than a pint of beer. Now, rural dwellers can consume two or three alcoholic drinks. Apparently, pubs serve as one of the very few social outlets in isolated parts of Ireland. Hopefully, the ruling will keep them in business. Last year, Huron, South Dakota, cracked down hard on South Dakota. Shout a new out. law. The movement receives national attention. Oh, the other shit doesn't make sense. But wow. but it's to keep the pub in business mm. and to allow the older people to go out and have a little nightlife. And that's a lot of drinks for Ireland. That's strong, right? Like what? I gotta imagine if you're having like three whiskeys or something. You know, I don't know. That would get. Who that would has get, just three whiskeys? I don't know. I know that's what Especially I'm saying. In Ireland. That's the thing I was thinking too. Like allow them to have three drinks because once I hit three drinks, I usually want to have six. And once yeah. I hit six, I want to have nineteen. <laughs> So, it's, it would always, I think it would backfire. Just, yeah, just it's going to backfire. Grows. I mean, yeah. three drinks, you should, you know. Not, I don't know anyone who's just Might as well drinks. just go six. Yeah. yeah. If you're going to have three, you're going to have six. Yeah. I, think. I, I think it's great to have an 87-year-old crying at the bar for two hours and hit someone head on and kill about eight people. <laughs> this is probably a great idea. Well, that's what they're arguing. It's a hell of a story for the newspapers. When you know? they're going to be driving home, not, there's going to be no one on the road other than themselves, and they'll just kill themselves if that happens. Thin the herd. Thin the herd. Thin the herd. You know, wow. Put money in the bars and thin the herd. Everybody wins. I don't know. They just stare at the walls. They're worried about the old people's depression. Yeah. They're worried about the bar's business. I think both. Both. Well, they're, but they're not going to say the bar's business, but that's what that's what it's all about. Do they, does, the, does the government really give a shit about the old people's depression? They care about the bars not making money. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I don't know. Because if the bars close up, then that's less business and that's less money going to the towns. And less, less, you know. I think that's a good idea because I did have that idea back in the day that I, I think for people, what is it, over the age of 80, they should be allowed. People over the age of, if you hit the age of 80, and you might look, some for you to might look forward to, if you hit the age of 80, you should be allowed to do any drug you want after the age of 80, like heroin, anything, psychedelics, you should do it freely if you want. 
because what are you really doing at the age of 80? Really nothing. You're just going, you're staring at though. You Maybe you see the grandkids and you're happy to see the grandkids every once in a while. But right. most of the time, you're either going to a movie or, uh, you know, staring at the wall right. or reading a book. At least you could do is like, Why not do that on some psychedelics, yeah. a little bit of H, yeah. snorting some lines? Yeah. That would make the day go by a little bit faster. <laughs> and better, for that matter. People really do take that whole losing a soulmate thing pretty hard, right? Yeah, I would. That is a real dark, yeah. depressing mm. time, sure. right? Uh-huh. And there's so many stories that people die after their, you know, their loved one dies. You know, the person they've been oh, with. Oh, the grief-stricken thing? Yeah. I mean, it's like a common story. You hear, like, you know, the person was completely fine, and then, you know, their husband and wife dies, and then months later, they die. That's why I'm getting a fucking duck, because I think it'll, you know what I mean? It just seems the whole life you. is calmer, and then I don't know. Are I don't we know a, the lifespan of a duck. We have a friend, uh, a comedian friend named uh, Danny Labelli. He has a, he has a tortoise. And I know Danny LaBelle. I didn't know that. Yeah, and he has a tortoise, and he's he's the most jolly kid I've ever met in my life. I don't believe anything a, he says. A I don't tortoise, know. like I don't a big tortoise. No, well, it looks like a medium-sized a tor- tortoise. I don't believe a word he says. He just keeps it in a tank in Bushwick. Well, he's in L.A. now. There was, a, LA, there was yeah. a whole story about it. Like he went somehow. I get on the plane. Somehow he was driving to Florida, but ended up in Flo- uh, driving to California. Ended up in Florida, and then drove to California. I don't. He got he, the tortoise in Florida, then drove to California. Oh, okay. You were labelled. I don't believe he just made that shit. To be honest with you, I don't know if that kid's ever. T- <laughs> tell me anything. <laughs> <laughs> don't really, Danny LaBelle. He just goes off on these fucking. He does these great stories. He goes, oh, man, yeah, they just never end. It's like a book that just a thousand pages long. You're just like fuck. It. I'm tapping out, Danny. He talks about his day. It's like war and peace. <laughs> Christ, get it. He's a good man. Yeah, he no, good he's man. great. He's great. I imagine that the tortoise is big, though. When you say tortoise, but he has right, like a small yeah. tortoise. Right, a tortoise. Tortoise is, is fucking big. huge, right? Yeah. It's supposed to be in the sea. Yeah, it's a, right. He had yeah, a turtle. Well, it apparently turtle. got lost too when he got it to California. It got out of the apartment or wherever he was living, and it got lost. And he actually put up like signs. He was making that shit uh, up. Yeah, I know. this isn't true at all, man. <laughs> There's no way. How do you lose a tortoise? That thing's not fucking doing a four three forty across the street. You know, <laughs> fucking. Yeah, this is bullshit. Then again, Danny is a bigger man, so yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why his weight has anything to do with it, but I'm just well, saying. Well, maybe, maybe the tortoise was a little bit quicker than him. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's right. what you're getting at. Maybe Danny's that slow. I don't know. Still more normal than naming feral cats. True. I agree 100%. I agree 110% on that. How was Gino, by the way? You see him yesterday? I saw him today. He's a motherfucker. He swatted at me. <laughs> he swatted at you. He's aggressive. He's a street cat. He's a mother. Like, you guys had an argument. Like, it was like. Nah, I fucking fed the cat. Yeah. He ate. Sniff my hand and then fucking swatted at my hand. Yeah, because it's like, this is all I get, bitch. Yeah. Like, I'm Gino Smith. Where's my fucking food? <laughs> let me inside, motherfucker. Yeah. You let him. Let, has been inside. This feral cat. You let a feral, nasty feral cat. He only stays home. by the corner, though. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, you can't do that. He's not they nasty. Really do he's have very stuff. fucking. He's not nasty? No, he's not nasty. You're his bitch. <laughs> he's not nasty. <laughs> he's like, where's my food? God, remember when we used to talk about porno and chicks on the show? <laughs> Awesome. No, this is what I brought in here. I did. This is the stuff is this I obsessed about. I did. It is the shitty vibe I brought in. So you can blame it on me. Uh, it is me. No, no, no. <laughs> this is. These are like conversations you have with somebody when you're driving on a long trip, and like the fun about where you're going has worn off, and you're like six hours into the trip, right. and it's like, oh, I just farted, dude. Right, right, exactly. You know, the, the conversation just go turns into nothing. Right. The first five hours of the trip was the 2000s. The, the, the yeah, second leg is now the two. 2010s. Yeah, we call this a radio show. Right, exactly. 
<laughs> a shitty road trip. That is lunatic radio. That should be our, the name of this show, not lunatic radio. That's all I do is bore people out of my life. No, you really I think don't. I do. Poor no. I, no, I'm not saying that <laughs> depressing way. I find it funny. It, I'm self-aware boring. that it's boring. Do you want to read the text that I send people? Anytime I meet a girl, it's fucking awful. After like a week, she's like, where are you? And I'm like, I'm in West Virginia. It's cold. And then it's like a week later. Where are you at? The Bahamas. Flight's late. And then it's like, where are you at? I'm in San Antonio. My prostate's inflamed, I think. And I'm like, I don't blame them. It's just, I just bore this shit out of people. Like, I look at my own text. I'm like, it's the way I feel, but it's it. It's a simple recipe. It's the location and then just right. a boring detail. <laughs> It's just I mean, complaint. Is it is it is it texting like really like hot and heavy at, at the beginning, and then you get sick of the girl or something? No, I send pictures of my dick and stuff like that. <laughs> but then eventually, I mean, if they ask me a normal question at four in the afternoon, it's boring shit, you know. If I'm not in a hotel with good lighting or comfortable with myself that day, and uh, so yeah, then it's just boring. It's, it's just a dick pic, and it's, this message says I'm watching Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I send you a video of me jacking off. At like 10, and within the next day, I can bore the... I just bore the life out of you with just... That's amazing. Oh, uh, my sinuses are fucked up, and... Are you, are you I'm in gonna, Ohio. Are you gonna... I'm in Ohio. Name, place, <laughs> shitty, <laughs> shitty follow-up. Boring follow-up. That's it. So do you... Uh, are you a guy that, like, jumps around from girl to girl? No, Imagine no. with the... Uh, no? No, it's not like that anymore. I mean, I guess in my drinking days, I did it. I met more girls, of course. But then now, it's sort of a celibacy streak for six months. Then something happens. Then six months. Then something happens. It's like that. Two or three a year. Do you look Sorry. for it or it just happens? I like for it to be more. Maybe like you know, every three months instead of every six months. Mm. That would be healthier. Because, mm. yeah, I'm usually just uh, livid by the time it comes around. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a Do lot you, going on. Have you on. ever got like wrapped up into a girl like a fucking like sappy in love shit? I've been in love since I was like 25 and I'm 37. So that's a long time. I haven't wow. felt it in a while. Yeah. I haven't felt it so, like, like, I'm ready for that. So you'll bang a chick and you're, you don't, you're not like going head over heels after it? Uh, sometimes I meet them and I, I really like hanging out with them, but I don't know what's happened that I don't mm. feel, no. Maybe it's because I just, I leave town and then I just, that connection's never made and sure, then it's, sure. yeah, it's one of those things that never gets too much lame. I mean, they're cool girls and no, I'm pretty sure. and I'm sure. you laugh I'm and sure. all that, Come on, whatever, you're, whatever. You're, you're a good looking comedian guy. Come on. And these girls that you're texting boring shit to about your prostate inflamed, <laughs> these are girls you meet and they could be potentials? Yeah, they could be. Yeah. They're really like girlfriends. Yeah, they could be girlfriends. Like, mm. I'm just, but I think I'm in a bad place. <laughs> Where maybe subconsciously, this is why you're sending them to the maybe I'm sabotaging it, yeah. you know. I don't know what it is, but it just grows into that. I mean, after a month and a half, it's just you know. But have you met one? Have you met a girl like since you're, you're 25 uh, that you've liked and maybe she's blown you off the other way around? Uh, no, no, I've never even felt that where I was like in love and then chasing this girl and mm. then she eluded me or blew mm. me off. No, I mean, I see girls on the street. And leggings, and I'm like, oh, you know, I, but that's not, you know what I mean? I don't know. How to oh, stra- oh, I get it. But I'm really attracted to, and I'm like, oh, I wish she wasn't ter- a terrible person. I could probably love her, but then I never meet her, you know. So that happens, but no, I haven't felt anything close to love in like 12 years. Not in love, 
Sure, sure, sure. Like real deal, hardcore. Yeah, yeah. it's about time. It needs to happen because yeah. I'm in late 30s. I'm in a healthy place talking about ducks all day and shit. And <laughs> it just needs to come back to something, something normal. I think it's a good jumping point, though, for to, to get into a relationship. You know, talking about how you enjoy it. I think, I think women would respect a guy more than the average guy because of his interest in ducks. I think you think so? I think I I, – because I, I'm right there with you. I think it's a sense of um, – what is that? First of all, willing to admit something like that—that that you like ducks? Yeah, like no, not just saying I like ducks, but like you know, I enjoy like going to the to the park and hanging out there in a way that the ducks is relaxing. In a way that's saying you love life. Yeah, exactly. It's the small things. Exactly. A lazy day. Ex- oh, women love a lazy Sunday. They do. They don't like lazy guys. They like lazy Sundays, Sundays of though. Of course, of course. But you know, I saw the difference. Like my roommate Taylor, who's coming, his girlfriend lives with us. Like she moved from LA, and so it's you know I'm living with a couple now. And the first night we were in our new apartment, there were a fucking uh, outbreak of mice. Mm. And I like how he handled it. He's an neurotic guy too, but he handles it in a different way. Like at some point, four in the morning, there was a mouse screeching. It was stuck on a oh glue pad. And I oh, just freaked out. Crazy. I was in my bedroom. I hadn't got my new bed. I don't have a bed yet. I have an air mattress. It's pathetic. And uh, <laughs> I was way at the other end of the hall, and I heard this mouse screeching, and I'm freaking out. And I'm older than him by five years, and eventually he had to pull the fridge out. He came out in his tennis shoes and boxers like a real man. He just pulled the fridge, and he's like, I'm finishing this fucking mouse off. And he killed it with a broom. Wow. And I stood there with the bag open, and then I slept in their room. I dragged my air mattress no, to their room. Yeah, because I didn't feel comfortable with all this screeching mouse shit. To be by myself that night. So that's what I see that I, maybe I'm missing. Like, I'm just a tad bit I too still, neurotic. Like, I he still, is a real, that's I a man. I can relate with that. I can't get it. God. Yeah, sometimes I have those moments in life where I'm like around, like like my I have a friend Bob. He's a man's yeah. man. Guy builds skyscrapers. It deals with steel and shit. Every time I'm around him and something like what you just described happens, I'm the guy fucking holding the bag and and, it's, and like walking around my tippy toes like I'm scared. Yeah, and he's like fucking come in. Just you know, he gets the job done. I mean, he's got a wife and three kids. He's a he's a man's man, and I always feel like like a I feel like a piece of shit every time I'm around him. But I love the guy. Yeah, it's like last week. It's not his fault that I feel like. No, no, right, 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 right. It's like last week we were driving to West Virginia. There was snow. So Mm. the other comic I'm with, he's like 29, Steve. Great dude. He's younger than me, almost 10 years younger than me. We get stuck in snow. So he books a a hotel on Priceline, right? You can't cancel that shit. So I'm like, all right, where is it? And he's like, it's two miles away. Then he goes, oh, no, it's 10 miles away. And I go on like the on ramp. And I'm like, oh, it's too bad. I can't drive in this. I can't do this. I can't get on the highway. I go, cancel it. He goes, you can't cancel it. It's Priceline. I'm like, well, I'm going to pay. I'll just give you the difference. We'll just get another hotel. He's like, we're not getting two hotels because you're scared to drive 9.5 miles. He's like, you can do this. I'm like, a fucking 29-year-old is coaching me to get on the highway. That was completely fucking panic-stricken. I was terrified. And we were okay. He's like, it's okay, Paul. For two he calmed you down. Did you he realize that in the moment, though? You're just like, fuck, I'm 37. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting taught life lessons by a kid. Six- a 29-year-old. Yeah. yeah, and that coupled with Taylor and the mouse thing sure. and he having to take care of it, it really does worry me. That's why women don't love me. They can't love that. And maybe in turn, this is why you send shit. them boring text messages. Maybe that's and the why. boring text messages. Maybe, but maybe. you lived on your own, right? I mean, you've like been by yourself in a place, right? You can, you so can, you've you can take care of yourself. Paul, well, I've right? never lived in my own apartment, ever. I live Alone? in hotel rooms by myself. Never. I've always had roommates oh. and girlfriends. Always. Don't ever let a woman know that. that Don't? Really? No. It is bad. And I'm that's an only bad. child and sort of a mama's boy. Well, that's oh. probably obvious. So, yeah. None of this. <laughs> no. That's so. the problem is that I swing from frightened to boring. <laughs> <laughs> and so if they're not entertained by the fear 
that they see in my eyes, then I don't know what to give them. You still got the whole good-looking comedian angle. You work with that. Just work <laughs> yeah, you still have that mystery about you, like you're the traveling comic. They went, oh, what's going on on the road? Women love funny guys. They like to be amused. Yes. You know, entertained. You got a good voice. You got that You get a cadence about them, you know? Now it's we're talking. Now we're talking. I'm trying to give you something. I know. You don't have to cheer me up. I'm trying to help you out. Shit on me. I know what it is. Ball. I know what it is. I'm all right. You know. Yeah, no. I have a drill instructor voice. It just sounds mean. No. 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 It's a manly. It's a manly sounding. This is turning really fucking gay. Is that gay? Why don't we start sucking each other's dicks? You guys can be mean to me. It truly does. No. I love it. I love being mean to myself, and I love when people are mean to me. No, listen, I'm all about self-deprecation. I like, I destroy myself, please. I, I'm like, you know, I'm, 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 I need to stop. Actually, it's just so bad. I, I think I throw people off because I'm just, you know, it's just because I, I doing this show for so long. Yeah, and I, I'm just, I'm joking. I mean, I do have my my issues that I could be a better person, but not to the full extent of which I'm self-deprecating. Yeah. But I'm just doing his jokes. But, you know, if like having a conversation about something, I'll just go along with it. Like, yeah, I fucking suck dick at whatever, whatever, you know, whatever we're talking about. And then it like throws the person off. And I'm like, fuck, Karen's not there. So it's not, he doesn't get it. Like uh, the person who would get it, you know? Yeah. As much as I love doing this show, there's always these moments in like just daily social life that throws it off and I'm like fuck like I'm not on the show right now because I'm just so used to like having these conversations yeah. and um you know more as I've as I've gotten older I'm all I'm more about um just being me not like yeah. not that I've ever been fake but just you know just letting it all out like this is how I am right. I'm not gonna you know I, I, I'm a good guy but I'm like just you know this is if you know I'll be like yeah it's fucking suck you know I'll like just be me and stuff like that so then the self-deprecation just comes out naturally and it throws people off sometimes I respect that though when someone does that I'm like oh they're an honest person yeah they're right. gonna shout at themselves right, too right, so right. yeah but you're but you're self-aware but you're, you're like you're a comedian so it's kind of like you 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 know the rules quote unquote like you know like okay like I get like you can understand that you know yeah. you get that a little bit more but you have somebody who's like a lawyer or something who has no idea like the first thing about a joke or you know you know here's the thing about my set though like i'm this is how stupid i am as a comedian is that i will never put i refuse to put the self-deprecating stuff up front because i feel like it's a trick or something so i always put this finger pointing shit that makes the audience hate me for 10 minutes and then i get <laughs> i put self-deprecating shit at the end so they feel bad for you at the end no. yeah and smart I refuse- man i like that angle nice you're a real cocksucker <laughs> <laughs> but i would put it up front to make them like me so there's always i have a struggle with this whole thing of audiences not with the deep voice and i don't smile a lot sometimes mm. and yeah and then i'm just being an ass for a while and then i do self-deprecating stuff and they'll lighten it They'll light up, but how'd you get chicks during oh. your drinking days? Was it just being crazy and what like, up? Here's my dick. <laughs> there yeah. was a lot of that, yeah. Or it's just you know, like going out. It was just I was out at bars every night, so mm. I go out with the staff, mm. or I go out with other girls. Whatever table was at the comedy club, and just stay out till four a.m. and things would just happen. And I just do that seven days a week, mm. and so that just you know, eventually you'll you yeah. Know, get and now I don't do that as much. I'll go out with the staff one night a week, stay there for like an hour and a half, then mm. go back and eat Reese's cups and worry. <laughs> But, you know, that's that's all I like to do. It, you know, put the pajamas on, get Reese's out of the vending machine, watch the Weather Channel. That's all I do. I love the Weather Channel too. I, I do get too. It. Oh Jesus Christ! By the I'm way, where am I going? Chat room feedback. Talk- the show will end up with. <laughs> It's light rimming. I hope it's hateful. Yeah, I'm not even fucking reading it. Light rimming. 
Fucking gay comments coming in. Jesus Christ. Light. I've never. That's the show title. Light rimming. Light rimming. <laughs> it was retarded. Um, the Vine. I want to talk about that. The Vine app for okay. Twitter. Talk about it. And I don't have. Do you have? Do you have an uh, iPhone? No, I have an iPad. Yeah. Why? I want this Vine, new Vine technology. Oh, it's only an iPhone app? It's only iPhone, and it's available. It's like a Twitter app, but it's it's a Vine thing where you take... It's called the Vine, but it's like a video service, and you take a six-second video, and uh, you upload it to your Twitter, and people can see you. It's like you know Instagram, but with video, pretty much, and because it, it's only six seconds. But what happened over the last week is that people have been, obviously, any with any new technology out there, mm-hmm. it always just tor- turns to porn. People just use it for porn. Sure. To upload porn. And that's what happened with this this new app called the uh, the Vine, which people use for Twitter. And uh, I'm kind of annoyed that I can't. I don't think I can even see the new uh, porn uploaded because people use their iPhones to do it, and I have an Android, so I don't have that. I don't have the app. I haven't seen the porn, but I hear a lot of people are putting up amateur porn, six second clips of themselves having sex with this new Twitter app. Question. And I want it. Question. Yeah. What's wrong with Triple X Bunker? Where no, you get 20 I need minutes new, like, like Paul will agree to me. You need new fucking, you need new platforms to get porn. Not yeah. only do you need new porn, but you need new platforms to get porn. Okay. Like, it's different. Like, yeah, I, I get it. You know, like, I can go to like a million different websites on the internet and watch any type of porn and it's different websites and that's fun and all, it's all great. But mm-hmm. this is like a new, like this is an app. It's a new platform to get porn and that makes, that's exciting as well. So, so I want this. Even though it's only six second clips, I still want it because I know it's put up by, it's, it's naughty because it's put up by like weird, you know, like just your average Joe walking around the street. So first was five second films, now six second porn. <laughs> six that's, second porn. I, that's what? exciting. I like that. What would you do with six seconds? It's like Instagram. No, no. What, like, what do you do? Like, what do you do with six seconds? I go to these. I go to sites sometimes. I find myself on sites, and they're like, they highlight certain Instagram accounts of that are just like people taking like almost nude shots of them. It's like what? Chicks. They, oh, really? I'm like, I'm like, this is awesome. And it's just pictures. And, and they're just, pretty pictures with frames. So you just flick it and you're just like, ah, this is awesome, you know? Regular girls. Regular girls. I, I like that. It's exciting. See, it's exciting. Because I'm a little Six- bit of an exhibitionist. That is one of the thrilling sides of me. But I would love to do that. Right. I, I just, like, I, 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 you're not jerking off in the six second. No, but it, I, it, it's, it's, like, uh, it's like watching like a car wreck. You know, you're just like, oh, look. And then you, you bypass and then you go to the next one. It's you just know? a little tease. It's yeah. a little tease. I like it, and I believe... I don't know. You can correct me if I'm wrong, people in the chat room. I believe you can, you can edit, even though it's only six seconds, or you can take ten seconds, I guess, and you can edit it down to six, so you can get the you know correct shots in there that you want. Oh, yeah, because I like to see you do that. <laughs> you have no idea what you want. <laughs> Video cock shots. You make it be like away. a slideshow type thing, where it's like one Yeah, second. you can actually edit it, like cut it up and edit it, you know, shots, yeah. You think this no, is like this is the future? You think this is a no, show? no? But it's a platform that I want to uh, explore. For and apparently, it works just like Twitter. Like you can do the hashtag thing, so you do like a hashtag porn or a hashtag not safe for work. And if you do that hashtag into this application, okay. you'll find all the porn, so, and it's just there for you to just. I want to check it out, it. honestly, too. Right, I'm excited by it. And it was a big story going around the last couple of days. All of the 
internet and I guess in the papers and maybe some news organizations picked up on it. But some of like, like Twitter has like the editor's picks or these various uh, pop culture websites have editor's picks or Gorker has editor, editor's picks. Well, the same thing with the Vine app. It has editor's picks. And what happened when this Vine thing, this new application just launched, um, the editor's picks came up as porn because that was the most popular search thing on Vine. Hmm. So, like, Twitter was getting shit for it because, you know, they were, like, promoting porn, but they really weren't. It's just, you know, what's popular. I don't, I don't know. I think it's great. Well, because it's just another another way you could get some porn. Yeah. Like, I like Girls Daily is not enough for you they, anymore. Literally, no matter what you invent, people are just going to, you know. It all revolves around the porn, though. It's all porn. That's I like Babes Daily, not enough for you. No. It's I actually deleted a couple of those off our Twitter. We used to follow those, and they're just porn. Yeah, you can go back. I, need I need a new platform. I understand. Jeez, and if it's baby. regular people, then I li- it's exciting. Mm. And in six seconds, you can do something. Right. Right? Yeah. You can get a tongue scraper in your ass in six seconds. <laughs> True story. I yeah, absolutely. In Lynchburg, Virginia, at a Super 8 motel. And that was like 2007. Sober, too. But... You could do that, and you can go back and watch a video. If you see six seconds, right, you could go back and see this girl again. Yeah. You just watch it. I think it's exciting if she's a normal girl. Dirt Dirt McGirt, I like Ducks Daily. (laughs) There's there's a Twitter. Twitter Teddy Roosevelt, a little catnip (laughs) on your ball sack. (laughs) There's a new platform for porn, you faggot. God damn it. I don't know. I just don't care. You know, I'm just not watching porn much lately. Yeah, but it's like... I don't either. I honestly don't. I've taken a taken a TO from it, but um, but doesn't make sense. You're, but you're, I, you're I getting need, bored of like I like, like girls daily. I, I couldn't even imagine that day, like just like tens, just ridiculously gorgeous women and regular like, girls are just like photo shoot nice. No, no regular. The I like girls daily thing on Twitter. It's like a popular Twitter feed. It's just a somebody who just posts pictures of. Like uh, amateur girls, like amateur, college girls. gorgeous, oh gorgeous, really? Yeah, gorgeous, gorgeous I need women. to see this. Paul yeah. Hooper, you got to get all over. Oh, I love yeah, but that. But Kira's bored of it. Like I, I could not get that. Yeah, but we've, I've been, I've been looking at them for years. Like, like just the pictures when they pop up, I'm sitting there, I'm just like, oh, hot trick, and I, you know, I get bored of it. It's like, a, you know, I need another platform. Are you gonna like wind up at some point in your life where you like the only thing that gets you off is like shemale porn or some shit like? No, that? No, I never will go to that point. Yeah. I don't know about Paul like, Hooper. You, I can't speak for him, but. <laughs> Bored? How do you get bored yeah. of just like I don't get that? I, I, no, I could get that. No, it's just a, like I need like a. It's like a new uh, like. It's like I've been like living in the same apartment for a long time. You just get bored of the same walls. If you move to a new house, you're just like, wow, look, windows they're different. A different room, you know. It's like nice. It's exciting. It's the same concept. Yeah. But new platform, new website, I new understand. platform. That's what the Vine app is. It's a new yeah. platform. Six second clips. Yeah. Like I'm bored with triplexbunker.com because I can watch like like fifty five minute clips. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is too long. Just way too long. <laughs> way too long. Here's attention span. You know what I mean? Did, I wait, understand. did you get rid of like I like girls? Did you really get rid of them? No, no, I got rid of some of the other ones. Can I see that? that? I, like I like girls, girls daily. daily. Yeah, that, well, that's, that's a Twitter account, right? It's a that Twitter account. You can, you can, yeah, see it, and it's, 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 it's like this. But that looks like a professional photo yeah, shoot. Yeah, like, yeah, some of them are professional, some of them are just amateur. Like, click on that one, Rock. I don't know. Click on any of them. By the way, I am infatuated with Michelle Beadle. Yeah, isn't she cutie? She's that sports anchor who was on Sports Nation back a little while ago. I think she's on Access Hollywood now. Really? She's got a new show coming out, another new sports show. She's like 12 jobs. She's great. And she's an older chick. She's like 37. I have I no idea her. who this is. Michelle Beadle? 
No. You would like her. No, I don't have a TV, so I don't see this. Easy. See, there you go. I like Girls Daily. Oh, that's nice. That looks legitimate. That's good. What is this other thing about Instagram? Like some, Is that what you're talking about, where it's sort of like dirty photos? All right. We're teaching Paul about, teaching uh, about the, internet. <laughs> the internet. Instagram is an app you can download. I got that. Right. It's a picture app. <laughs> All right, but you uh, if you if you give it you can you can search you can do the same hashtag stuff on Instagram poll. All like right, you say the hashtag you know what the hashtag is right? Yeah, and you say not safe for work. You can hashtag that and search that on Instagram. And you'll find some nudie shots. Okay, yeah. All right, I'll check it out because you can put dirty. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> you can't put really really dirty stuff on Instagram. I think they have terms and policies against that, but. But, you know, of course, Facebook, uh, Twitter, you can. Twitter, I mean, you just follow any, any, any girl. You'll, she'll, you'll see nakedness. You know what I like to watch? You ever see those Ken Burns National Park specials <laughs> on PBS? <laughs> Have you seen it? You talk about snow-capped mountains. Yeah. Like, like beautiful, majestic views of the Pacific Northwest or it, something like that. Oh, God. Damn, you know what I love hilarious. the most? You know what actually makes my Sunday mornings? <laughs> oh, God. Man, you, you just want to, if you want to just make the show more boring. All right, hold on. Somebody's calling in. Uh, is it Alex? Yeah, that's who it is, man. Welcome to the show, sir. How are you? I'm pretty good, man. What's up with you guys? Nice. Calling in from Skype, I see, with yeah. your solo cup there. I yeah. see it. And, and uh, someone passed out in the background? Who is yeah, that? Yeah, pretty much, man. You know how it is. You know, just fucking partying on a, what is it? Monday, Monday night. Monday night, yes. That's when we do the show. Where you from there, Alex? From uh, Tennessee. Tennessee! Holla! Please Go. don't smoke inside. Go Vols. <laughs> Uh, oh, man, I'm not a fan. They're not, really, they're not really my thing. Neither are the Titans, man. They've been shit for the past few years. Yeah, fuck those jerks. Seriously, man, it's a disgrace to us, man. They're just shit. They go out on the field, run around like a bunch of pansies and can't even fucking play ball. Alex, you're calling in from Skype. We can see on the video you got some goofy guy in the background there. Who's that? Who's that wildebeest back there? He's calling you wildebeest goofy guy. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm 1,500 miles away. You can't hit me. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Damn. He's cold, man. You gonna let him talk shit to you like that? Who's the guy on Oxycontin with a children's blanket? <laughs> Damn. Uh-huh. They're making the shit out of you, dude. Seriously. Come on. That's fucked up. So what's going on, Alex? What do you have for the show there, sir? Well, yeah, what are you doing? Is this, uh, are you new to the show? You've been a listener yeah, for a while? Dude, I just saw you guys. I clicked on it. I said, fuck, I'm going to call in. Why not? You're Let's damn see. right. You're damn right. That's what we like. That's what we like. Fucking just yeah, go dude, for I'm it. i support you guys. You guys are out trying to do stuff, entertain people, man. Mm-hmm. So what do you, you and the big burly guy do uh, down there in Tennessee? <laughs> well, actually, uh, he's a bartender. He does all that kind of shit. Um, I'm a porn star. I do porn, actually. No, you don't. You do not do porn. Do- yeah, I do gay porn, man. That's what I do. Get the fuck out uh, of here. What's, 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 uh, what's your gay porn name? Lucas Weston. Look it up. Get out of here. Now, man, look it up. You're going to have a new fan with Kieran. <laughs> No, really? no way your name is Lucas Weston, Lucas gay porn Weston, actor. Man, look it up. Seriously. We're looking it up. It's Bro- a real estate broker in upstate Bro- New York. Straight boys, but man, Lucas that's Weston. the one. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Dude, Lucas, so we look- oh my God. That is, is him. Dude, that's you. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Dude, that's me. I hate that I type Lucas Weston gay porn. And I hate that the fact I'm looking at you on video and then I'm staring at your asshole. <laughs> All right, we're getting rid of yeah. this. Yeah, <laughs> wow. That's your fault, Jesus. Dude. You wanted to look it up. But we I didn't mean. believe you, dude. <laughs> Who says that? Yeah, and it, it actually turns out to be legitimate. Oh, my God. Like... That was, dude. You have to not give a fuck what anybody thinks about you. You got to be able to be yourself and not give a shit. Are you a bisexual man or actually uh, you're a gay man? I'm bisexual. Yeah. So you and a guy in the background, maybe, huh? I, yeah, probably. Who knows, man? I'm drinking tonight. Who knows what can happen? Yeah, you ever? Yeah, you ever get him just fucking lit up, and then you just attack him in the middle of the night? Is that what you do? <laughs> yeah. What? What? What would that be? That would be rape, right? Yeah, but I think it's guy on guy. I don't think it really matters. Yeah, it's more like who gives a shit. Yeah. It's like I'm bored. <laughs> you can't really wait, rape the willing, can you? <laughs> so how'd you get into that racket? Um, I just put in Loop. an application. And I didn't hear anything back for about two, three months. And then they uh, they contacted me. And, you know, I flew out and uh, did the shoot. Stayed in a really nice place. This place is like a mansion. Like, seriously. The guy who owns the site got into it in the 90s when, you know, the going was good with porn. And he made a lot of money. He did a lot of, he, you know, he's been doing it for a while. So it was a really good studio, a really good experience. I mean, it was a trip for sure. You know, it's a lot different from sex. The whole stop and start shit's really weird. Can know, I, so yeah. Like, all right, they're taking pictures one second. Now they're like, all right, take off your clothes, get hard. Someone in the chat, remember when female porn stars were on the show before the menopause kicked in? <laughs> We used to have fucking like hot porn chicks call in and fucking like use vibrators, and now we're in our thirties. Now we have gay guys call in. And have you have you only guys. have you only done gay porn? Have you done regular porn? Ooh, good question. I've done regular porn, man, but it doesn't pay well. It pays shit. Oh. Seriously, you oh. get paid like maybe three hundred, four hundred bucks a scene if you're lucky. Now, if you're completely ripped and have like fucking ten inch cock, maybe you can get a little bit more. But I mean. It, it, the standards are a lot higher for that kind of thing. You got to be able to bust a nut within like three minutes of being told to do it. Have there could be four or five other people around. It's I mean you gotta you gotta really it's it's work, dude. It's not it's not enjoyable. At least not so much for me. Have you found that um like uh, sh- like actual straight men do gay porn? Have you found that? Yeah, actually, uh, the people that I shot with, I only shot with one completely gay guy. Um, the other guys were completely straight. I mean, they were not into it at all. I mean, you have to stop every, like, two or three minutes just to get hard sometimes, man. Yeah. it's It just depends with the person. But, you know, there are some people that, you know, were able to just do it, man. I guess you just have to have that mindset and just be able to... It's a job. Get into it, you know. Keep your dick hard. I mean, they sometimes they'll pump you full up with Viagra too. So I mean, oh, that, wow. that's a miracle drug right there as well. So how long you been uh, fucking doing this? I've been doing this probably man two months. Not too long. Not terribly long. But I've gotten pretty popular on the site. Um, I, I really I do a lot of forum chatting. I have I have a Facebook. I talk to the fans. It seems like if you can market, you can market yourself with it and uh, do, do a pretty good job with it. You can make some f- pretty easy money if you ask me. You know, to be honest with you, I'm, uh, you know, I'm going to explore. I mean, I mean, well, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I just, six second. Some clip. reason. Yeah, right. Six second clip is all you need. No, hold on a second. Hold. All, right, all right, back it up. Back I just up lost my train of thought. No, I, you know, with like female porn actresses, they have like a shelf life. But I'm wondering, with a gay porn actress uh, actor, mm-hmm. I guess his career could last a pretty long time. No, 
Yeah, I mean, I am only 18, you know, it's... Right in Kieran's wheelhouse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not gay. I'm... <laughs> it's okay. This might be a good... It's okay. <laughs> it's all right, Kieran. We still accept you. This might be a good guy to ask about my prostate, because it's been swollen. I swear it's swollen, but I don't have, like, an actual... I haven't been... You know, the doctor hasn't told me. He said he could... just that you go speak to a doctor. Sir. All right. Well, I, was, I didn't know. Maybe I could just pick your brain. I don't know. I mean, I know it is, but I've... Because I've had a bout with a tongue scraper and a fleet enema and a butt plug, and none of them stayed or gone too far in, and I've really... Have you done any black guys yet? Um, no, I haven't actually. Not for porn. It's white guys pretty much only. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of black. For every like 10 black or Hispanic guy who signs up to do the shit, there's maybe one white guy. So, I mean, there's a lot more. I mean, that's just the way it is. And I mean, that's just how it turns out. Literally the same response a porn chick would have answered. Honestly, yeah. That's interesting. I, I would never have thought I would get a phone call like this. Wow. So it's that's cool. Months. That's an interesting fucking uh, line of work. Do, my do, uh, does your family know about this? Yeah. We're doing the same yeah, exact yeah, interview yeah, with a chick. Everybody chair. knows. Like I'm, I'm completely open with it, man. It's great. I support it. This is a lot less weird than naming feral cats. <laughs> it's true. It agreed. Is. Completely agreed. This is the Did most bizarre it? radio show I've ever heard. <laughs> I love I from ducks to this. Yeah. <laughs> Listening to Rocket stories about staring at ducks, or was that you, Paul? I can't even know. I don't know. We both I, get a, I get a little mixed up. What are you guys about? Like, what's your thing? Like, We're just a we, talk I like I, I like women. I'm just get that out there right now. I don't know about Karen. I can't speak to Rock, it's not like he has a dick that's 1,500 miles long and he's going to tap you in the ass with it. Yeah, you guys are... He's on the interweb. Well, I just want, you know, I just want to make that, you know, established. No, what's your show about, man? <laughs> this. This is it, what we it, do. It's comedy talk, my friend. Comedy talk. We yeah. do well, pop. This, this, uh, I hope this entertains some people, man. That, that, that's what I aim to do. It Inter- certainly is interesting. We, we, we've yeah. been around for a while. We've had many of porn star on uh, talking to, and it, they get boring after a while. But we never actually. Well, I think we talked to one male. Seymour Stra- Butt. Oh, Seymour Butt. We, we talked to Seymour Butts and some other guy that was actually he, he banged chicks. I don't think he ever did gay porn. I forget his name though. Yeah. Kirk Lockwood. Is that his name? Oh, yeah. That's, wow. Kurt, there Kurt we go. Lockwood. Kurt Lockwood. Yeah. We talked to him, but... No, it's just interesting. I, people in that line of work never talk to a uh, an actual uh, male performer who's into the gay porn. <laughs> well, I'm glad you had the opportunity to meet someone like myself, man. Yeah. I'm worried about the guy in the bed out there, out back. I'm still concerned that he's got a <laughs> drug problem. I don't know. I'm just concerned about his health. I don't know what, what time is it out there, but it's still early. No matter what time it's on, you're on to be sleeping like that. He, he can barely sit up. Yeah, Does he have a stomach it, virus? It, or? It's 8.30, man. 8.30. He shouldn't be in bed like that. Why is he in bed? Is he going to bed for the night, or has he been sleeping all day? I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I don't remember. And I've been fucked up for the past five days. I, I don't. I don't really remember a whole lot of it, to be honest with you. Wow, you've just been rolling for five days. Hey, he's eighteen. He's in gay porn. He does his thing. <laughs> Angel dust. And there you does. go. Yeah. I've been pretty fucked up. <laughs> what is it? Just booze or like what? Any drug? Any drugs? I'm honestly not going to go into uh, details like that. Wow. Hey, what is Molly? Yeah. I don't know, man. You tell me. 
Oh wait, they all know. I guess wait, they know. What, what? I don't even know. Mom. I don't know what it Apparently is. Apparently, it's a new uh, the new drug. Everybody. Oh, that's what you're talking. All right. Yeah. yeah, I'm clueless now about these. Oh yeah, we probably can't because he did tell us his name and he's actually right. yeah. Yeah, he film, so. yeah, you know. Yeah. I was gonna say like, why does it matter? But then I realized uh, <laughs> I don't know if they drug <laughs> test on gay porn. Dude, I, I am a public performer. So yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I have to keep something secret. You know. Molly's MDMA. There you go. How much are, are you allowed to like? Can you say roughly how much you would make for a film? Um, yeah, I mean for a scene. Yeah, yeah scene. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we're trying to get Kieran Kieran some money, so we're trying to figure it, out some options. Yeah, here. it depends anywhere between nine hundred and twelve hundred. Kieran, oh wow, well, a scene for a, a scene. scene. Yeah, for At about for about. Two three hours of work. Two to three hours of work, Kieran. That's yeah. not bad. I'm not getting. Drunk. Give it up to the good guy. <laughs> and, and, and you get to stay in a badass mansion and drink all the free booze you want. And it's in Colorado where you can go on Craigslist and order fucking weed and have people deliver it to you. That's about the pay range yeah. for a, like a cruise ship comedian, and I'd rather do this than <laughs> so. You know what? It all sounds well and good, except for the cock being put in my ass part. Eh, just close your eyes and, you know, think about ducks. Yeah. Oh, I know, right? Feral cats. Well, just keeps naming those. Because it's fucked up because the other person, they're fucking straight, and they don't want to be doing it either. So it's mm. like just this really awkward situation where, like, all right, let's just fucking do this, make the money, get it over with, you know? Fuck wait, it. Wait, yeah. uh, maybe, wait, you, you do scenes with, like, straight guys, and they're just... Fucking yeah, they're straight. Like that's, that's crazy. The they do that's it because straight. they get paid more. I yeah. could never. I could never get any. That's fucking insane. That's crazy. That's broke, straight boys, man. You have to be straight to do it. Like you, I mean, you, most like everybody's straight. We're just doing it for the cash. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I say yeah. that's crazy. It's not really that bad compared to that. Um, two girls, one cup. So I mean, you want to talk about yeah, crazy? Yeah, you know, shit. Dude. They're I mean, fucking crazy. Gotta make, it's hard times out there right now, man. You know, not yeah, everybody. Exactly. No pun intended. Right they didn't go on the right roads, man, and they're they're doing what they gotta fucking do, man. You know, that's how I look at it. Kieran, you should just try it. See what happens. Yeah, you should. Yeah, no, no shut up, both of you. Sorry, but I mean, I think you should. Yeah, just. Have Gino on the set. He'll feel good. Enough with the cat. <laughs> I, I have Sorry. him on there to calm you, you know. <laughs> have Julian as like your manager. I've Get out one. there, you pansy. Take it in the ass, you faggot. I've got so one. Call uh, me. I got Sorry. constipated in 2009 and I bought a fleet twin pack. So I still have one enema. <laughs> And it's in a dusty box in the corner of my apartment. I give it to you. There you go. You get off the porch Sorry. talking to the feral cats. You, you get right in the gate. You had to take an enema, man. You do, or you don't? Yeah, you did. I did. I took one. It was horrifying. Have you ever actually done one yourself, though? Yeah, no. I did it myself. I got in the, a scissor kick position on my bathroom floor because I'd been eating. Oh, yeah. I, I really got constipated in Minneapolis and I couldn't do anything. I took laxatives. And then I got them. You can you come in from the back. In the bottle? You use the the actual water that has the chemical in it that makes you shit like crazy. Yeah, the saline solution, and you put Damn, it in, and it dude, pinches. We always empty it out and use water, man. That I did that one time. That makes you shit for like hours. Yeah, it's like painful at the end. You're like, ah, my asshole is on fire. It sucks. Yeah, I used to describe it like it looked like a, a cathedral brick from Budapest. Is what <laughs> came out. 
Grimm type of. It feels like somebody. <laughs> That's like, the name of the show. <laughs> and like just slashing your asshole with it. Seriously, man, it's terrible. It was rough. I got a thing of Vaseline. I got a fleet enema. I got the scissor kit because you can go face down, ass up. That's one position to give yourself an enema. It's all <laughs> diagrammed on the fleet box. And then the scissor kick seemed more mild than I came in. And then you squirt a little bit, but there's a lot. You know, and it's sort of cold when it goes in. It feels like a whole lot, and you have to get the whole bottle in there and discard it. You know, and then you shit, and it's just like you can't stop. No, it just keeps coming. How long do you shit for? Well, it gets the blockage out right away, but then once you get that out, then everything comes out for the next few hours. So yeah, you're you're just literally on the fucking bowl. Back and forth, back yeah. and forth, yeah, yeah. It's, oh my god! When you're constipated, it's amazing, but you know, it makes you healthy though. It cleans it the fuck out. Yeah, 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 mm. yeah. You should do that. I want to try it. You get a fleet enema. I'll bring it over. I mean, I have that one left. I mean, you can get a CVS and get them. But you know, interesting. Wow. I mean, it really is. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, if it, you're constipated to a point to where you have to do that, man. You got to do it. Right. But it sucks ass. It's hell, dude. It's <laughs> oh yeah. Fun. Hope I never get old. Like and like have to do those all the time just to shit. That would be terrible, man. That would, be, that would be the worst. I really hope I like just die before that shit happens. I still have trouble. I still really keep it because I have trouble shedding. Because all the travel, I think. Well, you, well, yeah. yeah. Well, prostate, you're, you're, you know, you're keeping a bad diet? Bad diet. Yeah, I eat shitty you know, yeah, stuff on the road. Yeah, yeah. A lot of beer drinking, too, you know? I don't drink oh, beer. Oh, you don't drink beer? No, I don't right. drink beer. All right, then fuck it. Fuck myself. I don't know. This right. is bad. This All right, is Gay, surprising, Lucas, Lucas would do it. Well, dude, I'm going to go to the bar. Yeah, yeah do it, Lucas. Fun, you guys should take it easy. Leave that guy at home, that guy in the back home, because he's had a rough ride. Yeah. yeah. Now, and we're both going to the bar. We're going to go get fucked up and have a good old time. All right. Watch out for the banana and tailpipe. Word up, man. All right, we'll see you later. Have a good one. Yeah, there you go. That's weird. I just met that guy, and I saw his asshole. Yeah, he did. He just popped right up, and he was, yeah, he was right in his asshole. It was right, it was just, that was the first shot, his asshole. He had his finger in it. It was weird. I was going to ask him about his balls. <laughs> take it, take it a wait, wait, Tiny Roosevelt, I just want to see that show watching Kieran Rock and Paul fighting to get to the bathroom every three minutes. <laughs> 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 a little enema party show. We should do that, and then mic the toilet. <laughs> and then Joe Brown rock frantically cleaning the bowl due to his OCD. It's true. <laughs> All right, people. I don't know what we've done in this, this show yet. This is the craziest show in a while. Comedian man. Paul Hooper's here, and I'm sure he's begging, like dying for a cigarette. So we'll, we'll take a break. We'll come back to the show right after these words, my friend. Hey, this is C from CO. And I just wanted to say, when you're not masturbating to 90s R&B... You should be listening to the LunaticRadio.com show. I'm drunk. Miss some of the live show? Be sure to check us out on iTunes and download the show located in the podcast directory under comedy. That's Lunatic Radio, iTunes, podcast, comedy category. Because we're... F- 
That's lunaticradio.com forward slash iTunes to download the show. Wait a minute. Did you say you have a new Facebook page? Yes. Whoa. Tell us about it. <laughs> Facebook.com slash lunatic radio. Look, Rock, you speak over me when we're doing the promo. I realize we were doing it. I really, I actually believe you. Are you saying Facebook.com slash lunatic radio for everything lunatic radio that I want on Facebook? Yeah. Whoa. Updates on shows. Updates on shows. And, and new stuff. And new stuff. And when Rock wants to tell you he's blowing a load, he'll tell you about it on Facebook. Facebook.com slash lunatic radio? That's right. Wow. Yes. Sign me up today. Whee! For a limited time only, you can also receive uh, jizz in the face. Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio. You're listening to LunaticRadio.com. How old of a gal are you there, Kayla? 17. What's happening? Just go in the back room for a second, Rock. I'll be right back. <laughs> Kieran is a homo. Hi, everybody. We're on Twitter. We sure are. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. Lunatic Radio. You know what, Rock? I love that Twitter thing. What did you say? Yes. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. So if you want to know when the radio show is broadcasting. Or the Rocket Radio Hour. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. Hey. What? Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. Lunatic Radio is the name of the show. It Twitter. is. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. See how convenient that is? See what we do for you? Practically nothing. Right. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. Go check it out, fuckos. It's LunaticRadio.com. This is Richard Patrick from Filter. You can now hear the LunaticRadio.com show on Stitcher Radio. Stitcher is a free news and talk mobile application. The latest episode is always available for you. No syncing needed and no memory wasted. Available on your iPhone, your Palm Free, Android phones, and Blackberry. Download it easily at Stitcher.com or go check out the App Store for your individual mobile phone. That's lunaticradio.com on Stitcher Radio. Download the app today. Stitcher! And now back to the lunaticradio.com show. We suck. What up, everybody? Filter! By the way, new music coming out from Filter. We need to get him back in, on in, the in March and then May, I believe, the album drops. So we'll get him on in May. How about that? Richard Patch from Filter, old friend of the radio program. Old friend. <laughs> got some fun times with Richard Patch from the show. Remember he made his own soundboard? That's right. Fucking cool day. Back in the, the days of Sopranos, right? Oh my god, he was all about it. Big fan of Sopranos. Um, Paul Hooper, comedian Paul Hooper. Hilarious tonight. In studio. <laughs> he's not hilarious at other times, but he's doing fucking phenomenal tonight. One of my favorites. Fun. I've actually never seen you. I saw one brief clip of you doing stand up, and it was very funny. But I've actually never seen you do stand up, but I gotta imagine it's very funny. Yeah, so it's a lot of this stuff. 
I just talk about. I just, it's honest, mm. you know. Yeah, because neurotic stuff and uh, yeah, ducks and enemas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of my anger's in there. Yeah, ducks and enemas. They, they, yeah, all over the place. Do you have like a favorite favorite uh, part of the country to go to and uh, perform? Ooh. Well, it's out of the country, but Vancouver that I was just in. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I hear nothing but wonderful things about Vancouver. Anytime I bring it up with anybody, Vancouver yeah. is just an amazing, beautiful city. Oh, it's the best. What are, what is the vibe from the crowd up there? They seem to be smart comedy crowds. I always heard that about Canada from my comedy friends, and that's the only place in Canada I've been to, but they've been really good to me. I've been three times in the last year, mm. and I just went to Vancouver Island. So, yeah, not only is it beautiful, but the crowds seem to be, like, get the comedy, yeah, and they're cool with it. So, yeah, it's fun. That's my new favorite. Who yeah. is it? Do you, do you look to anybody in the in the comedy game to, uh, I don't know, I'm not saying, like, uh, do you look at other comics, other comics in the game that you are people that you look up to and you just go, you look at them, you watch them to get inspired by them? Ooh, not Julian Cross. Not Julian Cross? <laughs> yeah, yeah, our hateful arguments. Are Julian you? and I actually inspire me. Like, yeah, yeah. The bickering. But I, I mean, I don't watch too much stand up. I don't watch too much stand up. But of course, yeah. the greats, I mean, I still I look at them, you know, whether it be Louis C.K., Bill Burr. David Tell, Doug Stanup, all those guys. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you don't follow, like, so, you know, that, but I, I don't watch a lot of stand-up, no, and I don't listen to a, a ton of podcasts. And that's sort exactly of, the way I feel. And this is another thing that's kicking in as I get older, like I've been doing comedy 15 years, I sort of like to get away from comedy a lot. Like when I'm driving, I mean, I don't listen to the podcast a few times, but then like uh, usually I just completely get away from comedy, if like two or three days off, and then I'm recharged. But mm-hmm. I know so comics can do it all day, every day. Mm. And I get burnt out like that. Well, so. I, always, I always hear those stories about comics who kind of, yeah, they, they do that. They keep pay attention. They or they look to people and see what they're doing, not like take what they're doing or, or rip them off in any way. But they look at them to get inspired to go and write. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah, there are those guys. I mean, yeah, the best of the best. You always look at them and you're amazed by it. And you're like, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have to continue writing and getting better. So I look at that. But I mean, I think I still. Sometimes I just can't like write every day. Sometimes when I get a nice ten day break from comedy, mm-hmm. if I get really ten days away from stand up comedy, that's when I feel like I get like good stuff out of it. When I come back, I'm fresh and I want to write again. And so I have to get away from it. I could never go home like tonight and just watch an hour long special, even mm-hmm. of the greatest comedian ever. I just don't. I'm like I know I really need to watch a documentary about you know whatever. <laughs> don't even start. I love documentaries. It's all yeah. I fucking do is watch documentaries. I love it on Netflix. That's uh, all I do is, yeah, yeah. I steal them off the internet, but in a way, it's great, though. I, I mean, love stealing them off the internet because I can see anything oh, really? I want. Yeah. Did you ever watch that Life After Porn? One? No, I, I, I haven't seen, seen yet. that yet, but I've seen some great fucking documentaries. Oh, know, yeah. You saw a sugar, that Sugar Man one, right? Yeah, there good yeah. About There's that. one you should fucking watch. Uh, searching Man. for Sugar Man. On Netflix, yeah, no, yeah, it's, I'm sure it's on Netflix. It's up for an Oscar this year. All right, and I'll check that out tonight. I started watching the porn one the other night and just sort of fell asleep. Mm. And no, I, someone called in a couple of weeks ago, and I, I keep seeing it on Netflix. And I'm like, I don't, like, I just can't imagine it being of any sort of uh, substance. But someone called in and said it was really good and really uh, interesting. Well, that's the thing, though. I mean, I've been, I've been watching. Uh, over the last couple of years, even when the when the uh, Oscars and the Golden Globe thing comes out, and you have the, like the best pictures, mm. so those are like the movies. I I'm really not into movies, but those are the movies I'll watch, and I'm just like, yeah, man, these fucking movies are up for best picture. Yeah, they're all dog shit. Literally, all everything other than Life of Pi that's nominated for an Oscar is utter it, dog shit. I mean, I like uh, what was it uh, Silver Linings Playbook, but that's just like a cute movie for like your, you know your girlfriend to watch. Paul, I always look forward yeah. to Kieran's movie portion of the of the radio <laughs> yeah. program because it is always vague and usually with false but, information. But it, it, <laughs> that's why I'm turning to fucking. Uh, 
a documentary. Yeah. Not right. fucking documentaries, no. but I'm turning to watch documentaries. Sure. Because those are actual stories that, and they actually dig deep and it, they're interesting. Right. Yeah, I'm totally in that with you. Yeah. The documentary, because I used to watch, like, I'd go watch, oh, let me go back and watch the BBC Office, which I did today, like one episode of that. And I'm like, oh, that's funny. But then late at night, I'm like, it's always documentaries. Yeah, always documentaries. I'm like, I don't know. And I find it soothing. Because it, it takes your mind off a of fucking, especially when you're sleeping or late at night and your mind just fucking racing out of control. If you're watching a documentary, you're locked on that. You're not fucking thinking like crazy Well, thoughts. the one big one that we've talked about over the years with the show, I'm curious if you ever saw it, The Bridge. Did you ever see The uh, Bridge? Oh, the one about the Golden Gate Bridge? Yeah. <laughs> I heard about it because I saw clips of it on YouTube and I'm like, that's it's, too much, man. It's, it's intense. Yeah, it takes... Tense as fuck. You be on a, be like high on... Caffeine, at least, to drink a lot of coffee before you. Don't be bummed out yeah. when you watch this thing. It's intense, but good. It, yeah, it's really good. Somebody told me, yeah, because they were like Golden Gate Bridge was going to put suicide nets in a while back mm-hmm. or something, and that's that story led me to clips of the bridge. Right, right. And then I'm like, geez, I it's fuck, fucking I insane. Man. I mean, this isn't like a spoiler, but like you, you know, you they go through like one segment, they'll go through talking to somebody, and then you actually see the person jumping, and it's like, wow. So they tell their story, then boom. Well, like through like family members there's, and there's shit. There's been no. Th- you'll see the footage of the person jumping. Then they'll go back into their lives because a lot of them died. They will go back into their lives and and they'll track what led them to oh, right, that right. point. But there are there were a handful in the documentary that actually survived the, the jump. Yeah. Oh wow! And, it, and so you get actual, you know, afterward playback or you know they give their thoughts on why they jumped and you know has it changed their life since they survived or whatever yeah. there was a couple of them in there right if i remember correctly yeah. like a guy completely shattered his entire rib cage. i was reading somewhere i think your body gets up to 75 miles an hour <laughs> when oh, you're when you jump off the Jesus. golden gate but you there is a position in which you could survive it I wow they actually explain like if your body is i forgot which way it's it's actually straight and it's not head first I forgot the angle, but there is an actual position that you could potentially, not guarantee, but potentially survive it. But, you know, a lot of people have actually like heart attacks and shit as they're falling. And yeah, stuff like that. Like crazy. 75 miles an hour. So they almost do it like it's like athletes the way they go. All right. Like, here's his story. And now the action. Right? Yeah. They cut to the clip. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Where they exactly. go, here's his story. Exactly. And then, well, it's not the same thing because. Well, the I mean, dead person. Is dead, but yeah. There is a really cool aspect of of the documentary, The Bridge, because it starts out and you see a guy walking, pacing back and forth on the Golden Gate. He's just constantly doing it, and they constantly go back to him. Like, they'll go through other stories, and they'll go back to him, the guy's still pacing. And by the end of the movie, he... He does it. Oh, God. And not only does he just... He doesn't just fall off the bridge. He stands on a podium mm. and does like a, like a somersault on yeah. this motherfucker. Yeah. Wow. He just, yeah, that's heavy. It's heavy, but it's, it's a really good one. Yeah, you gotta, you know, don't like watch it later tonight. Like, it's it's intense, but it's a it's a great it, it you know keeps moving. It, you know, there's no there's no you never it's never stale. It's 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 a good it's a good film. Period. It's a good film. It's up you, there with that dolphin film. What the hell was that called? Oh, um, uh, the Cove. You ever the seen Cove. the Cove? And you that, seen that's the Cove? a suicide thing too. No, 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 no. it's just the Cove. What does it take place in China? Or Indonesia, I think yeah. it's China, yeah, or, or Japan, or something yeah. like that. It's where you know all these insert they, Asia, place. yeah. They they it's it's a cove off the coast of China or, or, or Japan or somewhere, one of those countries. And uh, the fishermen there used to just fucking trap all these dolphins into a cove, like hundreds of them, yeah. and just slaughter the shit out of them. Japan off the coast, Japan, Japan, oh, shit. and they would sell the meat locally. 
But in turn, when they when they sold the meat locally, everybody would get mercury poisoning yeah. and get diseases and die. But they, oh my god, they just yeah. did it anyway so they could you know uh, boost the economy or something. Yeah. Fucking, it, it's insane. It just, it's just great stories. I, I saw a story the other day, uh, what, uh, a film called The Imposter, a documentary, and it was about um, a family in Texas who lost their 12-year-old son mm-hmm. for three years. And uh, three years after the fact they lost their son, this dude in Spain uh, uh, faked like he was the kid that they lost. But it hmm. was just some random guy in Spain. And he... Uh, the family went over and got this guy. It wasn't their son, but they went over and the guy like made him gave himself blonde hair. He wouldn't even have brown hair. Made himself look like the son that went missing. And they the family fucking flew the guy back and they started living together. Like he was the son. Wow. He was just a, some random guy. Shit. And he pulled it off for like like a year. He we started going to school. You know, the parents sent him to school. That's incredible. He started doing everything. And then news uh, caught on to it and they interviewed the guy and then like some like random private investigator dude just started like noticing something things yeah. weird about the guy and uh, apparently it turns out that he actually went on to impersonate or take the identity of other people throughout his entire life he ended up in prison fucking Jeez. crazy shit this is a strange story that's a like great that. thing those are the, that's a great thing about documentaries I just you're just getting trapped with them, and you're just like, wow, it's fucking... Yeah, I get into it, too. Like, the religious documentaries, I'll find my way into that, and yeah. that's super heavy. There was one about hydrofracking I watched not too long ago. What the fuck was that called? And this I, should, you ever see that about that uh, hydrofracking? You know the hydrofracking. Are you talking the, about Gasland? The natural gas, yeah. You're talking they, about Gasland. Oh, I, I yeah. oh Gasland! That was yeah, Gasland. Yeah. I saw that one, too. That was a good one. <laughs> I feel like Will Hydro- Hunting. You know the hydrofracking? So it's basically these companies dig for like natural gas, but the communities in which they're digging are, get completely fucked up. They're like, yeah. you know, one of like the big shocking moments is like, uh, I mean, they did it in the trailer, so again, I'm not giving a spoiler, but you know, the person would open up their <laughs> faucet and their sink, and then they'd be able to take a lighter and the flame would come out of yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, shit. So, and, you know, so that, like, families are, like, stuck, like, living off of, like, water trucks for water because their water is completely pointless and just undrainable. In the U.S. In the U.S. Oh, yeah. It's all in the, the U.S. It's all of the, uh, the And we're not talking, like, you know, these are, like, communities. These aren't, like, necessarily middle of nowhere. I mean, not that that should be any less, but there's, like, you know, groups of people that are being devastated. And then, like, they're looking to go to other places. Like, New York State, like, near, near a major... Um, uh, water uh, natural water source source yeah which which has uh, natural lines that would run down to Manhattan which which feed New York City yeah. Philadelphia and Delaware right yeah so you are you know all yeah. you got this all time and they're saying that they're gonna put these natural gas plants over there they're gonna start drilling yeah and that they're saying that'll uh, contaminate the water that floods and, and feeds eight eight million people crazy Jesus. shit. Yeah, Gasland. I'll watch all Gas this Land? stuff. Gasland right. was so good. I wonder if it was like the, uh, yeah. Just By the, the way, my practice. favorite part of the country is not the Catskills. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, um, uh, the chat room. Did you see the Django? I saw Django Unchained. Yeah. I didn't like it. Django, no? No, it was good for like the first half hour, and then it was just like, what's the point? I get it. N-word, N-word, N-word in the uh, uh, fucking... I want to see it. I, never, I haven't seen it. No, I, I, I really don't mm-hmm. get to see... But that's another movie. Much. Like, that's the thing. That's why I'm turning to documentaries, because they're, they're actual stories. The movies that come out now, they're just really... They don't hold up. Yeah. Like, it, it's... Like a movie like Goodfellas. Imagine if Goodfellas was up against any of these movies this year. It would just balls out win. Sure, sure. And that didn't even win the Oscar, Goodfellas. Right. You think these movies are too artsy or they just suck? 
I, I, I don't think there's a story to tell anymore. Really? You yeah. know? Oh, that's it? We're all out of stories? Fresh out? Honestly, they, I, I, if I was a filmmaker out there, I would go and just watch a bunch of documentaries and go, "Hey, that's a good documentary. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, a, I'm gonna get a writer and turn that into a screenplay and make that movie." Yeah, that's what I would do. I'm with you because that's where all the good ideas come from. Like I, I will, I won't watch a movie like, like I won't just go and just randomly watch a movie without knowing anything about it. But I'll do, I do that all the time with fucking documentaries. I'll just go. This is gonna be interesting. I know it is. I'll just flick it on. I don't care yeah. what the fuck it's about. It's always fascinating. Then you learn shit, you know. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just looking here on Google because I brought up Gasland. 2010 was the year of like the uh, great documentaries: Gasland, Inside Job, Wasteland, Exit Through the Gift Shop, Food Inc., and Inconvenient Truth came out that year. Uh, That's the one I'm watching now. What's Inconvenient that? Truth? Yeah, I got like 45. That was a huge through. year for docs, man. Those were massive, massive films. All those. What, which one are you watching? Inconvenient Incon- Truth. Uh, that's the. Uh, oh, I think I saw that one. Oh, that's is that the, uh, the global warming? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I never got to see the other one. What's the bottled water one? My friend tried to turn it, turn me onto it. There's one about the bottled water industry. <laughs> I don't know. No. I saw ten minutes of it. You know, it's that's sort of it. like the gasoline gasland thing you're talking about. Roger Ebert, you are not. <laughs> I know. Oh, oh, you want to talk? I know. No, I'm the same way. I don't Wait, know. bottled water documentary. Uh, What's the one about bottled water? Tapped, yeah, my friend's a comic. Tapped trailer? No. But, but, I don't know. It was. It's about bottled. Water. Yeah, and it's just call- it's the corruption in the bottled water industry and what they're doing. I mean, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where they what they tap into municipal water supplies and uh, what they do to the people, you know, the residents of that community and stuff. Motherfucker! How they fuck people. See, that's probably interesting. Who would ever thought that would be interesting? But you know, somebody makes a documentary about that. it. It's awesome. Yeah, and I didn't get to finish that one. But yeah, I wonder which one that is. Flow for the love of water. Does that sound familiar? <laughs> oh my god. Man, this, is, this is all great. It's all going to be. There's actually ten. Viewing. There's ten documentaries. At least ten documentaries about water. Blue gold. World <laughs> water wars. The color running near empty. Thirst. Water on the table. The waterfront. None of these sound familiar. Cadillac mm. Desert. No, I never oh, saw Story of tonight. bottled water. Yeah. The only time I'm happy is between midnight and four a.m. when I'm watching a documentary in my pajamas eating Reese's cups. Honestly, I, 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 I love that. We need to hang out because I'm right there with you. I get God. it. I get it. You know what it's I love to I do? You know, I know you don't drink anymore, but I, what I love to do is have a nice little six-pack of Coors Light and a nice documentary. Oh, man. Yeah, that's, I that's a yeah. fucking great night. Yeah. I don't need anybody around me. Not even a cat. Not even me. <laughs> not even you, Rock. Aw. I love that. You ever seen Overnight? No. You know, the, you know the movie Boondock Saints? Yeah. It's the guy who made it. And it's it actually... It was filmed... Uh, Prior, just prior to them actually filming the movie, and the movie was actually picked up originally. The script was picked up; it was the hottest thing in Hollywood. That script was amazing, and it was picked up by Harvey Weinstein. But the guy who was who wrote the script, was such a cocky fucker, named Troy Duffy. Oh, you gotta watch it. He fucking get Harvey. Literally, he was working. He was a bartender. Harvey bought the script and bought the bar that he was working in, and the guy fucked it up. Completely fucked up because he's a cocky fuck. You should watch it. I heard something about this story. Someone told me, like, yeah, mm. the guy behind it. Something. So it's the documentary about him fucking it up? Yeah, literally. You see it because it's, it's all filmed in real time of him when he got the – right after – it's take, it starts right after he got uh, bought by uh, – Harvey Weinstein bought the script. It starts right after that, and it leads all the way up until uh, he actually makes the movie. Oh, shit, yeah. What's the name? Overnight. Overnight. 
All right. I got to watch all this. Believe it's one word overnight. Yeah, one word. So Netflix, what do I have to do? You can go on Netflix and get that one. That one's a good one for anybody out there. And also watch Cocaine Cowboys. That's another one. Oh, yeah, I remember that back in the day. Yeah, that was a good one. Have you seen that one? Oh, God. Oh, gee, I'm missing it all. It it teaches you that Miami was literally built on cocaine. If you need to watch a documentary, contact that guy. He will will hook you up big time. I love all of this. He will hook you up big time. Love it. I should do a podcast on golf and uh, documentaries. <laughs> Why don't you just talk about them on here? Well, it's like I people am. tell me, like, I'll watch this comedy show, like, series that get hugely successful, and I'm a comedian, and they, like, watch it, and I'll go to watch it or something, and I get stuck in the documentaries. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Yeah. I don't know if that's bad. Is that bad? I don't know. I, I don't care. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't you think know? it's a bad thing. But I'm clueless. I don't know what people are talking about. Like, pop culture stuff, I have no clue. Yeah. And so, you probably, you, honestly, at the end world. of the day, you're not missing anything. Oh, what do you do? You know about the Manti Teo shit that was going no, on? Yeah, you know, I just saw comedians on Twitter going off on it, and I had to ask another comedian friend, like, "What is it?" And he, my buddy explained it. Taylor you're explained it to me. And I'm off. like, you're "No, I didn't better fucking off, know, man." You better. And I don't off. Google it right away when someone's name pops up on Twitter and yeah. just goes nuts. I don't Google the story. I'm not interested in it. And so five days later, I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" Mm. And then someone explains it. I mean, to it's me. like, like huge, I still don't there, give a shit. There's a huge chunk of shit. If if we don't bring it up on the show, or you you know bring it, I, I would have never known. And you know, I keep in tune to that stuff just because I, well, I, I, like I need to know well, for the show. And a lot of it's nonsense that I don't ever bring it up. I'd rather but, just sit here and talk about nothing with gay porn. Yeah, but should I be like, as a comedian? Ducks. Should I know too? Like I just I got heckled. The, the heckles are changing now because. <laughs> Some guy a couple months ago was like, all you do is talk about yourself. <laughs> he said that to me when I was on stage yeah. in front of 200 people. I'm like, oh, fuck. But that brings up a great question. But I'm sure you do it in a way that it relates to everybody, you know, or, or well, something. Well, not necessarily. No, <laughs> but it's no, right, right, right. Really? But it's a good question, though. Current <laughs> events, you know, current events comedy, like. I, I, mean, I, I kind of get turned off. Like, if somebody gets up on stage sometimes. It, it, so how about the president? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, it, it just He's like reading off the news in a funny way almost. Yeah. And like doing a set like that. I'm just like, eh. Before I wrote a joke about, I don't even know what it was, or some observation about Hurricane Sandy, because I was in the Bahamas for Hurricane Sandy. Before mm-hmm. it reached here, mm-hmm. I'm like, I wrote something about it because I knew I was like, oh, well, I'll get two days jump on it before it hits New York. Mm-hmm. And then that's the only way I could talk myself into sure. doing it. Once uh, two million people get involved with the same story, I'm like, I know, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, just want I hear you, man. You know I hear you loud and clear. <laughs> it's funny. I'm, I'm still looking at this page on the bottled water documentaries and they, there's like the still image and they talk about Fiji. Do you guys ever have Fiji water? Yeah. yeah. The world's most expensive bottle. I don't I never understood it. Like how does, how do people buy that? Like, how do how do how do they buy? It? How does someone actually be like? You know what? I can justify this. What four dollar bottle of water or whatever the fuck it is? Make your dick hard. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, I like Fiji water. Why? You know what I used to like? Did you ever see bullshit with Penn and Teller? This is how faggoty I used to be. When I was a <laughs> used kid. to be. Yeah. Let's be honest. I used to buy Avion. Oh God! As a younger kid, as a young kid, because the uh, the upper class people drank Avion. Oh, really? Designer. Designer water. Design, it was like designer water. Avion, when it came out, it was the designer water. When you saw like a, yeah. like clips of a model shoot, it was always the model drinking Avion or something. We should never drink in Poland Spring. It was always Avion. Yeah, Fiji's probably one of those things. They use it on movie sets to appease the rich star or something. It just seems like you could hand it to a rich person and yeah. they'd be like, oh, okay, well, they care about me somehow. At the uh, the hotel I said in Florida, mm. they had in the, um, you know, every hotel has like the little bar area yeah. where you could buy drinks. So they had Voss water. 
I'm looking at a site. Not for, Rich Voss water. No. <laughs> I've had this. I had this. Two bottles. This is on eBay. For two do- two bottles, it's 15 bucks. So that's seven fifty a bottle for water. What? Like, what's so good about this water? Nothing, because I drank it. There's a club in Milwaukee that's under a titty bar. Okay. The comedy club is under the titty bar. I mean, it's actually a really nice club. That's but nice. it's, you that's know, a good idea. Like and, but they have that because they sell it at the titty bar or whatever. Sure. And so they just give it to us. They I never just, paid for it, so I right, just go. Right. But it's a big glass bottle that you carry. So you're, paying for, the, you're, you're paying for the container? Yeah. That's just bullshit. No, I, no, but the guy that owns that thing is at home just blowing loads in his own mouth. He's loving life. In his own mouth? Is that what one does when he's really having the good life? He's just making a fucking arc into his own mouth? If I had water money, if I had Voss water money, oof. You'd be really just... <laughs> just like your own mouth, huh? Just to humble myself. It's all just branding <laughs> bullshit, right? Yeah. It is branding no, bullshit. No, I understand. Just to it humble is, yourself. It is branding bullshit. I mean, it's a nice bottle. looks chic. You know, look nice in an apartment that's like a, like modern furniture. You can give that to a fuck in a linen shirt in South Beach who's listening to Pitbull, yeah. right? Like oh, at a dance yeah. club, he's yeah, selling yeah. for fifteen bucks. Yeah, right? yeah, because he's with a bunch of skanks. And yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Just, that's the that's the that, market, that's right? that's their target demo, if you will. Yeah, those that that fucking that scene. I just don't get it. That's why the whole Fiji water thing. Like it's just ta- like is there any taste difference? It no. can't be because it's not water, right? No. But it's cleaner than the other water. I don't know, dude. This whole no. world's fucked up. <laughs> See, I mean, look. I mean, I buy. I'll get like a case of just like Poland Spring over at CVS mm. because it's like convenient. So I just want to take a bottle, you know, whatever. Like it's for that. But this Voss water or those fucking Fiji. I mean, I mean, hey, listen. If there's a reason, <laughs> I love. If it makes you a dick hot, then fine. I'm all for it. I just love it. <laughs> It's going, but it was ducks, and then it was fucking graphic gay porn shots, and then you know sometimes I'll just go over to CVS, I'll get a twelve pack of Poland Spring, and just like fuck, it's so great. It's just help me, like help me. Sometimes I'll just go right across the, the street way, there and get a little uh, twelve pack. Joe Brown checking in. LR equals imaginary fans. It really does. I don't think anybody listens. Honestly, I don't listen to the show. I don't I even listen to myself talk when I'm on the oh show. Oh my god, I'm a. Dope. I'm fascinated by all of it, though. the documentary. Yeah, <sighs> I've literally nice. kind of like recently turned into that guy from Office Space, where I just don't give a shit about anything. Yeah, just sitting there. I just don't want to do fucking shit. I just want to just. Do- That's me. Yeah, literally. I don't know if it's because I'm getting older. I don't know. I just don't. I I don't know. I'm just. I'm. I, I'm like. I, I look at the. I, I look at the things that happen in this like pop cultural society that we live in. I'm just like. Eh. I just don't want to deal with it. I just want to. Eh. Like my brain just goes. Eh. Yeah. And I'm I just absolutely like, feel that. And I'm just like, get me coffee. Let me get through my day. Let me go to bed. <laughs> that's all I want to do. I know. By where I'm becoming too self involved. I know I am. But then mm. I'm like, so I don't know if that's unhealthy. Do you check yourself? At times, do you just like I'm too self-involved? I gotta. Yeah, well, I know I'm completely self-absorbed, so but I don't know how to really stop it at this point. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I've lost interest in so many things now. Yeah, just like you. Oh yeah, mm. I could give a shit about pop culture or anything like that. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I could face. Like out he mentioned Pitbull before, like the, the the rapper guy. I take one look at that guy. I'm just like, <laughs> I fucking hate it. I call it two minutes. This is my first New Year's Eve off in years, and I just was happened to watch New New Year's Eve coverage. I guess Times Square, and he was just you know when the ball dropped, he fucking was jumping around in a white suit. I and look, people were losing their shit. They were like, losing. The, people lose their shit over that guy, and I'm like, what awful. is he doing? Right. I'm like, what is that guy doing? He can barely talk. 
That's what he sounds like. It's all like partying show, and his tour schedule about drinking champagne in Paris or Monte Carlo in Miami, and then it's just that. In yeah. his like catchphrase, I swear to God, his like word that everybody recognizes him by is is duh. It's like duh or something. He does it in the Bud Light commercial that I saw him in. He goes duh as he's drinking a Bud Light with two fucking strippers. I'm like, how the fuck does this guy have this life? Well, we've always had this conversation about the random hip hop right. guys, like the Lorenzo's guy or the you know, you know, just talking about their money. You know, so it's like nothing. It just, like everything it, it needs just works. It just works. I'm like one of them guys. It might be crazy, but which is just another step to idiocracy. Every, by the way, everything needs to make sense to me. Yeah, me too. Well, I, I can't argue with and that. There's way too many things in this world that do not make sense. I overanalyze everything. Everything needs to you know, be tied up in a nice bow in my life. Well, we just recognize that because you're all, you're all fucking up flabbergasted all. about the water. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes you could cross the street and get a nice 12-pack. <laughs> of water. Bowling spring. I totally understand. <laughs> no, I don't know, man. I'm such a mess. I'm disconnected from it all. I don't know, but I did see something in a truck stop that worried me. Like I, I, you know, I could travel all the time. I was in Tennessee and I was driving in these uh, loves truck stops. Like some of them are really nice. Mm. When they have like Subway, 24 hour Subway, you can pull off, you know. And Subway, and they have flat screens all over these fucking truck stops. It's like middle of the night. I've been wow. driving 10 hours, and this <laughs> big woman in front of me ordering subs. They had Tennessee football. So we're in the area where Tennessee football is big. And I guess it was a few weeks ago, because I don't know anything about sports, where John Gruden might get a job or their head sure. coach left or some shit. Yeah, it was a few weeks ago. And she was so appalled by the news. She spun on 180, looked at the TV, and she's like, he ain't coming here. And then right after it, they cut to world news of Israel and Palestine shooting at each other. Sure. And she just come, turned back around, her back on that, and just started like ordering more mayo. Right, 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 right. Piece of shit. The only way you could get her to care. I mean, yeah. Is Tennessee it, football is everything. Israel, Palestine, she could give a shit. Because yeah. Tennessee football is in her vicinity, and that's her world. The only way you get her to care about a peace treaty is if you somehow could, like wrap it in pastrami and parade <laughs> it into her mouth during a bowl game. She's the fucking Well, well Paul, we've been talking about this for years. The world's just going to turn to idiocracy. There was a great Mike Judge film that came out in, like, what, 96? Oh, yeah, yeah. And just fucking, you know, it was just a goof of a film, but he really hit home so many little nuances of the world that's changing. And that just, that that right there, what you witnessed is just, that's where we're going. Just people are more caring about John Gruden, Tennessee Titans football, than the reality that people are killing each other, uh, uh, you know, over essentially bullshit. Yeah. It was amazing that we just watched her do that. Like, yeah, what a yeah. disgusting. Yeah, it's like, all right, enough about the tie-ins. I need my fucking mail. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, people literally care nowadays about what's immediately around them. Yeah, and nothing else. Yeah, nothing else. No. Or, or just about you know what, me, 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 I, I, I. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's always. And it's you know because we Facebook. preach a lot of stuff on this show. <laughs> <laughs> it's fascinating though. Yeah, it's kind of in a way, I, this is a social show, and there's a lot of you know people interaction, and so we, you know we definitely see a lot of how people act. You know, not just culture. Culturally, but even on even on smaller levels, though. I mean, after all these years, we definitely had a fair slice of what the world is like. There's a lot of shit out there that just doesn't make sense, and it's fun to laugh about. I think that's the only reason why we actually have a radio show. <laughs> right. Well, right. Of yeah. course. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. I mean, shit, look at this Manti Teo thing. I mean, it's like honestly. the hugest fucking story Last week, ever. we were fucking... Our, the entire world was fascinated with a guy who rides a bike and a fucking college football player who had a fake girlfriend on Twitter. Right. It was like... Everybody yeah. was consumed with that shit. Yeah. It was. I mean, I, I found it interesting just of how convoluted of a story it was and the layers. But did it need like CNN level 
you know, coverage? No, absolutely not. You Katie know, I Kirk doing like a, a twenty. AJ Hammer should have been all over, and I would have been fine with that. You know, that would have been fine by me. Hey, man, died. <laughs> hey, <laughs> sucking my own cock, going back right after this. Yeah, I do feel guilty. Like if I miss something about Syria in a war, I I feel guilty about that, but not Pitbull news or whatever. Yeah, right. it may have to you. <laughs> of course. But you even know? at that, like I hear like. Like, I hear all the fucking... Constantly, every day, it's just like, something's happening in the Middle East. I'm just like, all right, get it. Just figure it out over there, right? Just figure it out. I don't want to hear about it anymore, you know? Well, but, you know I'm just as bad. Right, here we go. I'm just as bad. Like, the other day, I was at my chicks, and I'm like, I'm just going to throw right. on the Kardashians. I want to watch it. Oh, no. So, like, I'll just throw it on. Like, let me see what they're up to. So, I'm like, <laughs> I'm as bad in a way. Yeah. Zach, yeah. what's up? Welcome to the show. Virgin Zach. Virgin Zach. Zach! Is he playing the silent game with us? Uh, he'll call back. Yeah, right, good. He has nothing else to do. Ugh. Virgin Zach, yeah. do you know Virgin Zach? No, I don't know well, him. Just so we don't have to do this one because he'll call back. He yeah. uh, he had a, a relationship with a girl from the Philippines, Indonesia, yeah. but never met her. And then they broke up. Now he's dating some girl local, but he's never had sex, hence the name Virgin Zach. Oh, Zach! Wow. Yes. All right. What's Welcome. going on? What's going on? What do you have for the show, sir? Did you bang your chick yet? No. <laughs> oh, but the way he said it, so that's just problem. He's like, no, like he's kind of disappointed. All right, no, uh, all right, uh, no. Just want to talk about how you guys are talking about the Tennessee, the woman talking about her local area, but when it comes to world news, she doesn't give a crap. Right? Okay. What's your What's your take? That is true. Like I live here locally, and I, all it is is <laughs> first of all, everybody everybody lives there locally. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead, Zach. Sorry. Uh, but here where I live, it's all farms. So most of the people don't pay attention to world news. They care about what the weather's going to be like, what the price of corn's going to be like. We don't care what's happening halfway across the world. We just care what's going to happen next Tuesday if it's going to rain or not. Yeah, I get that. If it was about corn and rain, but she was just screaming her fat ass off about Tennessee football, and then yeah. it was like a yeah. yeah. I mean, but... And I don't get that either. It's like, I, yeah, there's those sports freaks. Like, I'm a huge auto racing fan. I follow everything, but I'm not just going to pay attention to one thing. Like, if Jimmy Johnson gets a new crew chief, I'm going to pay attention to that. But I'm also going to pay attention to the world news about what's happening in Iraq. Well, the, I yeah. guess the fact of the matter is, is that everybody is from, I mean, I'm sure people genuinely, when you cut them down to, uh, you know, their basics, they're good people, but they're all f- just fascinated about what's going on in their world. That's what's important to them. So, you right. know, caring about other people is, is like last on the rung of things to do. <laughs> really? Right. You know, that's the world we live in, right? And, and I think uh, with the, the social media and the 24-hour news and the constant uh, influx of entertainment, we all need to be entertained all the time. We just, we just get desensitized to everything. We don't really think anymore. Trust me, I literally, if I didn't have a Galaxy S3, I'd be lost. Hey, I brain. guess I'm always fascinated about it a little more because I've traveled for 15 years, and I don't. Mm. Maybe that's warped my perspective. That I don't. I have a hometown, and I live in New York. I'm from Charlotte, and live in New York, but I don't feel a deep bond with a place. Mm-hmm. So I don't right. fucking root for any. I just sort of travel around, so I don't understand that perspective. So when I see it, like that woman losing her shit over Tennessee football, I'm always fascinated by it. Like, right, right. Why do you no. give a fuck about yeah, this no, area? I, absolutely, I get. But that. if it's all you do, I mean, I'm still trying to understand that. But I might be the one. I'm the well, no. strange one, I guess. No, I just no. drift around. No, you're what like everybody should be like that. They should be like not attached to one thing or focused on one thing. They should be like you know, not just Tennessee. What's in the world? Yeah, sure. what's in Syria? A what's renaissance in- thinker, sure. in a way. 
Man. Kind of oh. like interested in a lot of things. You said something really ironic though before. You'd be lost without your Galaxy S3, mm. but you lose your Galaxy S3 so. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I lost it this weekend. <laughs> I, I just leave it at diners. It's always on Facebook. I know. <laughs> so Zach, get some pussy, all right? Yeah. What's your deal with the Indonesian chick? Has she called you or anything? No, or he's done with you? that. He's no, I'm just curious. Maybe she like wants to try it again. We still talk. Oh, what do you guys talk about? Just everyday normal life. Ew, boring. Did you tell her? Did you tell your Indonesian girlfriend that you dumped and never met? Uh, that you know you have a girl from uh, in the states that lives in Chicago or Minneapolis or somewhere. She goes to college here locally where I live. Right, and she lives in Chicago. Did you tell the Indonesian girl about her? Yeah, but we're not together really now. What it is, it's like she had I was the rebound boyfriend mm. so i so if it works out it works out but right now it's not oh it's not going good so you're holding on to the indonesian broad uh while you you feel things out with the chicago broad no all right it's just life i just play life like a deck of cards whatever it hands me i just take it take yeah, it look at this guy fucking models of life from you, 18 year olds are you driving zach <laughs> That was yes. very heavy. These are the times that define us, right? Where are you driving Jesus. to? I'm see like uh, Julian not driving on ice. It rained all fucking day Sunday, and I still went to work. God damn it. <laughs> what a wuss. Right. Yeah. yeah, Julian's a pussy. <laughs> Big, fat vagina from Connecticut. He is. I love him. He's going to punch me in the face next time he sees me. <laughs> you motherfucker. Hey, get out of here, some bitch. Get out! <laughs> Isn't he originally from the UK or something? Huh? Julian doesn't even know where he's from. He's, he's got some cockamamie story. <laughs> he played for Manchester United, and they moved him to Birmingham, Alabama, or some bullshit. He played for Manchester. Some crazy setup for a story. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what he did. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Zach. All right, Zach, go crash into a median. Yeah, please. See you later. Oh, and uh, Kieran. Yeah. Oh, right. No, All right, good. You actually got me there. That was a good one. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, Paul Hooper, everybody. You having fun today, then? Dude? Yeah, this is a really good time. All right. Do you have oh, a Twitter? I love this. Yeah, it's just Paul Hooper. Yeah. At Paul Hooper. At Paul Hooper. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. He's on there tweeting once every uh, week. Yeah, it's not that exciting. <laughs> I need to put some more stuff up. Occasionally a funny you know, thought. What you need to do is go follow that I Like Girls Daily. You can find it on our We follow them. So I just, will. Just, just write in I Like Girls Daily. You'll find it. All right. And that maybe will spark I'll your do, interest in Twitter. I'll do it right now. But yeah. Then you can favorite stuff and I can see what you favorite. And I'm my favorite too. Be like Twitter buddies. <laughs> All right. All right. There Twitter buddies. <laughs> All right. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, More lunaticradio.com. Uh, shit. Right after this. You know who I am. You must not know who I am. I'm Apple Man, bitches. And I am the face of lunaticradio.com. You guys heard of John Fox? No. John Fox is this legendary drinker. He just died not too long ago, but he was a hardcore alcoholic and whatever else. And every fucking club has a John Fox story about him coming in, tearing some shit apart, whatever. John Fox called me 
to tell me that Paul Hooper was a problem. <laughs> Holy shit! Wow. And that's the bug that you can't top that in, wow. the, in the comedy circuit. I I know no one that has a fucking better story where I get a call out of the blue. Never spoken to John Fox in my life. My cell phone rings. He goes, "Hey man, your buddy Paul's got a goddamn problem." <laughs> I think he told me to kill myself. He really did. <laughs> that's the only option. Or something. You just kill yourself. Right? Uh, yeah, it was. No, he did. He, t- he told you to just go ahead and put everybody out of their misery and just kill yourself. He also screamed at him that he's because they were at Myrtle Beach working. Paul got fired after one night because he fucking got what? wrecked in a Ruby Tuesdays and tried to, <laughs> at, the mall. at the mall in the at, at lunch and tried to take a fucking security guard's pistol. Right? No, that's bullshit. No, but John Fox says you reach for the security guard's pistol. It's a long one, but yeah. John Fox started it in a way. We right. Got hammered the first night of the gig. I get hammered like I would with anyone. Okay. The next day, he's kicking my bed. We're in the comedy condo. And it's 11 a.m. He's like, let's get lunch. We go to Ruby Tuesdays. He puts a $100 bill on the bar. Right. It's 11 a.m., for Christ's sake. Sure. And just like Wild West. He's like, Bud Light and Cuervo, when that runs out, I got more or something. He just with a $100 bill like he's Wyatt Earp or something. And they start sending shots. There's families here. Done, and we've run them out. Within an hour. Holy shit. And I remember going to get my car, and the whole staff of Ruby Tuesdays was out in the mall parking lot. Like, you can't drive. We'll call the police. Whatever, whatever. I don't know. We catch a cab to an oyster bar. I get thrown out of there because he serves me cocktail sauce with my fish sandwich. I hate fish sandwiches. I hate cocktail sauce, so I puke on my plate. <laughs> they throw me out. Logical. They throw me out of this thing. John Fox is still eating. When there's a homeless guy comes up to me, he's like... You got any money? I'm like, I tell you what, I'll give you 10 bucks. You get John Fox out of this fucking bar. And it's COD. And sure enough, I guess he went in. He's like, I'm looking for John Fox. And it's John Fox. He's like, Jesus Christ. He's like, your buddy's waiting on you outside. He's like, tell him I'll be out in five minutes. He's like, no, he's not giving me the money until you come out with me. And he's like, Christ. And so he had to eat really fast and bring him out. Like, And he comes out. We go to the condo. I sleep for two hours. He wakes me up for the show. Puts my head in the sink. Like a drug addict. Oh and puts my shirt on backwards. And we walk. We didn't have my car. It was still at Ruby Tuesdays at the mall. <laughs> and we start to walk like two miles to the club. I make it to the condo pool. I'm like, fuck this. I can't do this shit. <laughs> and he tries to talk me out of it. He's like, you got to go do it. You're going to get fired. And I'm like, I can't fucking do this. So I sit there. He walks to the show. And I realize he has the condo keys. So I just sit outside. That is freaking awesome. Right, we kept going, though, because you went into those other people's condo. I tried to get in the window of the condo, and then people heard me. The upstairs neighbor heard me, and they knew the club owners. And they're like, oh, well, if he's got the keys, you can wait with us you know, until he gets back. And I go in. It's like it looks like a normal husband and wife, and the guy starts smoking crack in front of me. <laughs> and I try to snort crack, and his wife just looks disappointed in the whole situation. She's upset with everything. He looked like a golfer in his mid-40s. He starts smoking crack. I'm like, I'll snort some of that. Didn't really do anything. I'm still wasted from the whole day at Ruby Tuesdays at the Oyster Bar. Yeah. John Fox calls me in the middle of all this and goes, your friend is ruining people's vacations. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It was wow. awesome. Hi, everybody. We're on Twitter. We sure are. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. Lunatic Radio. You know what, Rock? I love that Twitter thing. What did you say? Yes. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. So if you want to know when the radio show is broadcasting. Or the Rocket Radio Hour. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. Hey. What? Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. Lunatic Radio is the name of the show. It Twitter. is. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. See how convenient that is? See what we do for you? Practically nothing. Right. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. Go check it out, fuckos. It's LunaticRadio.com. I've got... Hey, this is East Bay Chris, and if you don't listen to the LunaticRadio.com show, your mother will be raped by a pack of Raider fans. 
months later. Kinda got this truck driver's blues. A kind you can't lose if you ain't dogging and logging and pulling a double or dragging a trailer too tall. And now back to the show. Lunatic Radio. Yo, G Sailor, baby! This one going out to Tommy! Driving a truck, working long hours! Going out to Suzanne. <laughs> what the fuck? These guys are gay. LunaticRadio.com. What up, everybody? I say the what up thing. My uh, crush word. How I re, uh, rejoin to the show, get myself in tune to do some radio broadcasting. By the way, this is a. Lot I'm more. fascinated, by the way. Oh, oh. Sorry to cut you off, no, Rock. By how much time. money is put into the Dan Patrick radio show? Right. I am just fucking fascinated. The dude is in fucking. He's in New Orleans for the Super Bowl, broadcasting live like everybody else is. Somebody call him for you. I got his phone number. I can call him. For call you. Dan Patrick for me and ask order? me how he gets people to invest that much money into a show. By the way, which is the same fucking show every goddamn day. Dan answers the fucking. He goes, "Hey, it's a Dan Patrick show." Hey, Fritzy, what's the poll question? And he goes, "Hey, Fritz." And Fritz reads the poll question. Then he goes to the other four fucking idiots that run his show and asks them for a comment. Then Dan interviews some guy from ESPN. Goes to break, comes back, and goes, "All right, did you watch uh, Kobe last night?" Literally the same fucking show every goddamn day. And I am fascinated by how much money is put into Dan Patrick's radio show. It's amazing. His his. Set up. He's not on Radio Row like with the Super Bowl. You know, uh, you hear about it. Like all the ra- like, like Mike and Mike. Hundred and fifty radio stations are literally put in a row of tables, and they just do their interviews. No, not Dan Patrick. Dan Patrick is like on a on a plantation somewhere, and three separate buildings were built for him to go do his radio show. One of them uh, houses his, his studio. The, the building next door is a full-court basketball court. The, 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 the one next to that has probably got a full bar in it. I don't know. You're just jealous. I'm, I am jealous. I'm like, it's amazing how much money... Like That's that's like bigger than... like You hear about Howard Stern's famous studios that Howard Stern's had I'm over... Sure. The, when he was at K-Rock in New York, he had a great studio, and the one at Sirius XM now yeah. is beautiful. But this is like... Way better than anything Howard Stern has ever had. And Howard Stern literally fucking... He set the bar for radio for many years. I know he doesn't do much radio anymore, but the guy fucking set the medium on its back when he came into the game. Dan Patrick is there. He's just doing a show... Like our show, it's pointless. It's it's sports, but it, there's no, you're not getting in, any information out of that show. You're not learning anything, and you're not even laughing half the time. Right. And it was like, how, like I don't get it. Is it just because of his name? Like I'm watching yeah. the show, and I'm just like, is it, it? Does he have this money? Much money invested? Are companies investing this much money into his show just because of his name? Because yes, he has a good speaking voice, but that's about it. Mm. I'm like, literally. I'm like, I can't believe how much money. I know it's also on TV and they film it, but it, I mean, it's on the NBC Sports Network. How many people are actually watching that network? How many shows are actually on that network other than Dan Patrick's show? None. Yeah. I mean, Michelle Beadle's on there. Yeah. 
I don't know. You're doing a new show that started today. It's, it's just not terribly surprising to me, personally. I, you know, he's just he's been around. It's a, no, it's just a, he's like ESPN Hall of Fame I'm, anchor. I'm, I'm really know. not surprised by it, but I'm amazed by it. Okay, when you hear of the, you know everybody talking about how radio's falling off the map, and you know the medium's kind of gone. It's like podcasting's taking over, and terrestrial radio's gone. But you, to, to see somebody and how like have that much money invested into a radio show these days I mean, it just amazes me you know it just amazes me I gotta get the door when there's when there's not much oh, did Paul Hooper lock himself out again oh my god yeah so yeah I don't know and the Super Bowl is this week everybody I hope you're all gonna be in tune with that cause I'm fascinated by the Super Bowl not really but it's a good game I think Colin Kaepernick and the uh, what is it the Baltimore Ravens are in it yeah Super Bowl no one cares who are you taking Rock the I'm Bears. Gonna, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the uh, the team that houses the murderer, the horrible uh, Ray Lewis. I'm gonna go with the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, I think that's what I'm gonna do. Rock, you want to do NFL picks? I know Paul Hooper loves it. Sure, yeah, here we go. Best, oh, best segment. What is this Super Bowl? What fifty something? Uh, Super Bowl. Who gives a shit? Taking place in New Orleans. The horrible. Uh, you know why they call it the Harbowl? Yeah, because actually that's fascinating. Yeah. The Super Bowl. You didn't know this, Paul Hooper. Yeah. But the two men. Brothers. Brothers. Ooh, you knew that. that. Much. I picked up Paul's that much. Up All right. Here's here's another question. What's the last name? Harbaugh. There you go. I know that much. Do you know the two first names of the two coaches? Jim and uh, Troy. Carl. Nope. I'm not sure. I don't know either. Jim to be honest with you, I don't even know. I don't know the name of the one. I know Jim. I don't know the other one. I Joey. Knew the, Joey Harbour. One used to be a quarterback. I remember that because I watched sports back when he yeah. was a quarterback. I one was a quarterback care. and one was just a lifelong coach, I believe. I don't know. All right, San Francisco 49ers in uh, Baltimore Ravens Rock. Give me your uh, an- analysis like Shannon Sharp does on CBS. 49ers and take the points because that's whatever you always say. Just take the points. <laughs> oh, you don't even know what that means, do you? Do you know what that means, Paul Hoover, <laughs> taking points? Uh, the total? I don't know. No, there's always an over-under. Is it no? So... Oh, uh, is that it? Oh, no, you can take the points only on the loser. So you would what, take, like, so since I take, I just say 49ers to win outright. You you can't take the winner and the points. What's the point spread? Three? Uh, right now, actually, that's a good question. Um, it's probably the 49ers because they got that uh, that young kid, Colin Kaepernick. Everybody's in love with that guy now. All the, uh, everybody's talking about him. ESPN's all over his cock. Super Bowl odds. Literally. I smell like cigarettes. I know. Like, you you smoke but it's all right, though, Paulie. Oh, please, man. Isn't there just like a number? Doesn't like Google can't just Google give me the number like what the odds are? I think it's three. It's not going to go any lower than three. That's what they said. Somebody said that to me the other day. It's three. The spread three and a half. Three and a half. That's All right. as of... that's a forty ers by three. So when somebody takes, can somebody explain this to me? If you take the forty ers and the points, what does that mean? Can you take the forty nine or would it be the loser? I don't, know how, to win? I don't know anything about gambling or how it works, but all I know is that Ray Lewis literally committed uh, murder like a decade ago and everybody loves him now. Yeah. And like two guys took the fall for him. <laughs> Ooh, I'm just a little little side thing, but it's a good just want to say this because uh, someone just uh, sent us a message. The show now is available on your iPhone and iPad. Um, if you go to the website, lunaticradio.com slash live you can now pop on and see a nice little uh, smooth feed. So if you are, uh, you know, don't use computers anymore, which apparently a lot of people do or don't <laughs> do, you can now use your iPhone or iPad to watch the show. I'm just laughing at Paul Hooper. 
What? Which part? <laughs> you just you texted me. I locked myself out again. Yeah, I locked myself out. <laughs> place again every time i go on a smoke break i lock the door i'll just be out in the cold and you guys do the last segment yeah. and i just stand out there frigid texting frantically i take san francisco so yeah. we take and the points are we taking the points and the points? i don't even know what that means do you Three take the half. points uh and the spread okay no i the points i don't know yeah sure <laughs> san francisco in the points for okay. the lead for the lead is so, the duck involved at all <laughs> so san francisco by three is that what that means three and a half that means they would have to win by four in order so you would lose if they won by only three because if it was at three and a half if that still holds up if they only won so three and a half rounds up to four is that what you're saying well right because three and a half can never happen in a football game really so to win they can't kick half a field goal <laughs> no <laughs> No. These are my lame Z1. We are look like we sound like such idiots right now. By the way, like, we have no idea. So, so, in order to win the money, San Francisco would have to win by four points. All right, I'm gonna go with uh, what did I say? Baltimore Ravens. I'm not going with those fucking dickheads. I can't root for anything. Baltimore. Now you could take Baltimore to lose as long as they lose within three points. If you think it's going to be like a 30-27 to 27 San Francisco win, you could pick Baltimore. I'm not taking Baltimore for one reason one reason only. I am sick of that fucking dance that, that Ray Lewis does, and I want I that fucking asshole retired. Right. I don't care how good he is. I'm, sucking, I'm sick of ESPN. Sucking dick. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> sick of ESPN sucking this guy's cock for so long. I'm done with it. Enough with talking about Ray Lewis and how great he is. He, I watched the guy play today. He could barely move on the football field. He's not that great. He, I mean, maybe he was good back then. I don't know. I never saw it. But back then, he was committing murders. So I'm not fucking rooting for this guy. Colin Kaepernick, all the way. You know what? Yep. The best Super Bowl... I know I interrupted, but fuck it. Go, go okay. ahead. It's all right. The best Super Bowl I ever had was two years ago when I first moved to New York City. Okay. I flew from Milwaukee to New York City during the Super Bowl. Oh, that was the Green Bay year plain to myself and when I got off to go to my apartment in the Lower East Side there were no one on the street it was the best fucking really? game wait, for me wait, because it wasn't why? last year with the Giants two years ago I think that's just two people love any Super Bowl year. it would have been 2011 yeah okay but people will still watch Super Bowl even yeah, if their team's true. not in it so the whole streets were clear and I was on a plane that was empty yeah because that's from pilot. Milwaukee so no one was fucking bothered moving the only thing I feared that the fucking a pilot, the pilot would make an announcement about it but I just wanted my whole day it was the most beautiful that's day crazy. so the best Super Bowl for you was the one you didn't have to hear about at all didn't have to hear about I walked the streets alone it was wonderful everybody's in their bars yelling so I don't know. That wasn't necessary That's, to interject. No, no, no. Honestly, yeah, you're right. You're right. When you don't, yeah, I understand. But you had a horn going and shit, and then I put that story in there. No, no that's good. That's good. Uh, Joe Brown, uh, that joke was half a field goal, by the way. My jokes, yeah, they have been ever since we got back on the radio. Oh, don't say that. I have not had one good line in three shows. Actually, that's accurate. <laughs> I did have a bit about Nicki Minaj last week that was kind of went over like gangbusters, apparently. It was on Facebook, though, right? The whole Neapolitan ice cream. But I had some jokes about Nicki Minaj last week. You've talked about Nicki we Minaj. We compared it to the Philly Fanatic. That was pretty that funny. That was pretty funny, actually. Paul Hooper? No, nothing. No, nothing about this guy. Professional comedian just staring at me like I got nothing. Two things he has nothing about Nicki Minaj and the Philly Fanatic. I don't blame him. Do you do yeah. many radio shows when you're on the road? Yeah, yeah, you got to do them a lot of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do we compare anything? This is great. This is literally just I can do whatever that I want. You know, no, 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 no. I do what I want. But yeah, I mean, I've had them fucking. I, there was some, one time in Panama City. These guys are fucking assholes. What are you saying? Some dude in Panama City one time, they like call it at like 6 a.m., so they ruined my sleep cycle. And then they, you know, you have to do it early. Then he's like, all right, I'll just turn it on for two minutes and you do it. 
And I'm like, we do what? And he's like, I'm not an on-air personality. You just do two minutes. I'm like, do you know I can't do that? Like, do jokes and then no laughter. And he's like, well, I don't know what to tell you. You need to fill two minutes. That's what they're paying for. And if fucking had to just promo the shows, I'm like, I'm not doing that. I just repeated the show times for two minutes. Really? I guess. I don't know. It was fucking terrible. <laughs> so, yeah, this is amazing. Have you ever had I fun on a radio show? Yeah. Huh? This is great. When it's loose and I don't have to worry about saying anything and I can just <laughs> right. be my self-absorbed self. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then I really enjoy it. And this is, I like this. Well, this this is just feels natural and honest. This is your home other than your own podcast. Thank you. You're right. Yeah. We're only eight miles apart. Yeah. That's good. I kind of wish you were back. I, I, you know, to be honest with you, I shouldn't say this, but I kind of wish you were back in your drinking days. Maybe we could have some. Good oh, time. see, that's not <laughs> right. But I don't think you want that's that. Not right. I don't know. Maybe just once. No, I'm not saying do it. I'm not saying that. But it would, you know, be an interesting. I don't know. I set a cat on fire in my drinking days. It's not to tie it into your thing. I meant to tell you earlier. I did set a cat on fire. You did? Well, yeah. I mean, it's. <laughs> Some girl five years after I sobered up comes up to me. This girl that used to like work at the club that I started at, and we partied hard, the house parties, the whole thing. And she's like, "I forgive you." She goes, "How's your sobriety going?" I'm like, "Good, five years, whatever." And then she leaned in for a hug and whispered in my ear. She's like, "I forgive you for setting my cat on fire." I'm like, are you fucking with me? Because I have no recollection of this. Holy shit! And she's like, "Yeah, you did, and it was a joke." But, you know, you sparked the cat a little bit. You held the lighter up. Like, huh. It's a big, sick joke. Then I guess I just flicked it for effect and the fucking cat. That's oh, crazy. But the cat's fine and stuff like, you know. Right, right. It's, it's still- she could be bullshitting me because I have no memory of it. And right. I talk about this on stage, but she's like, I asked her time and time again because I'm like, is this serious? Because I'm going to say it on stage. <laughs> and I like to think that I did this. <laughs> and she's like, yes, you did this. The cat is fine, but you did set it on fire. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, if we had drank together, I would set your feral cats on fire and you would have cried. And <laughs> oh, he'd be miserable. Like, no, Gino! Nah, that's nah, fine. I mean, no, that's scary, though. I mean, I got to imagine that's scary, getting a, getting that in your ear and going, oh, fuck, I don't remember that. I don't remember it all. And when I say fire, I mean, it's probably, you know, the first part. Yeah, probably a little, like, singe the hair or something. That's what you say. And I, she, she seemed serious about it. Like, I was like, are you sure? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's better this way. Mm. That I sh- yeah, we should. You going on a tour anytime when you leaving? Yeah, I'm going to North Carolina next week. Then I'm going to the Middle East after that. Wow. Yeah, that's happening. What the fuck are you doing over there? I'm doing military bases. Really? Three of my friends. Yeah. Oh, that's great. My buddy Sean Kent, Matt Davis, Kristen Key. It's just four of us going over to do it. It's like all over the map over there. And uh, yeah. It's like Bahrain. Have you been over there before? No, I've never been to the Middle East. I went to Japan last year to yeah. do Marine Corps bases, and that was fun. Yeah. So I'm excited, but yeah, it is. Cool. Do you feel like, like you're a little nervous about it? Yeah, I'm a little stressed out about it. Yeah. But yeah, I, like I'm trying to Google things and try to figure it out. But yeah, I mean, it's a little more comforting knowing I'm going with three comedians, to, mm. you know. And once we get there, I th- you know, I but I have, I don't know the schedule. I don't know anything about it yet. But it's like 18 days, too. So it's, you know, it's almost three weeks in the Middle East. Solid. I mean, you travel like crazy. But I love you that. Do. I love that that I get like passport stamps. That's that's giving me right. like all kinds of. That's another thing. I love <laughs> you get passport, passport stamps. Yeah. I flipped them in like sure Canada, are. Japan, like, uh, fucking uh, Aruba, Bahamas. You I don't have that many. Stamp you, can, you can almost show that to abroad and actually, you know, you yeah, be advantage. impressive. Yeah, it might yeah. Be. could be. Yeah, world traveling chicks like that. Yeah, and I have a nice piece of paper, a two thousand dollars piece of paper stapled to it from the Canadian government. It's got to be good for a couple one night stands, you know, passport stamps. Passport stamps. Yeah. I got, I got imagine like young girls, they're so impressionable. I don't give a fuck. Get really? Me? Yeah, yeah. They look at the passport and the world traveler thing. Yeah, you think that kicks in. Hey, go find a nineteen year old. You, you know think? It, yeah, twenty five and younger, you're good. 
Yeah. Take it from the pro. Here's my passport. Look at it for a second. She might not even understand the passport, but you just go, this is the, all these stamps signify I've been to places, and there's like, pants down, boom, out. You're good. Then yeah. You go find another one. But then, you know, like, but then it just leads, all that builds up to, it's like it leads up to me just going, Two months later, she's like, where are you at? And I'm like, Vancouver, and my vast difference is twitching. Like, you know, or something. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. Yeah, so you're, I don't know. Come on, it'll work. If it's worth it. I mean, I'll find something. Hey, but just like a little, you know, some hot broad you want to You think break out the passport right I, away? I, no, I mean, like you say you, uh, not right away, but you get, say you, you, you meet some girl at a bar. She might be younger, whatever. Yeah, you bring them back to wherever you are. You bring them back to the hotel if you're on the road. And you just, you just that thing's laying on the table. And you, you want to make small talk? Yeah, that's my fucking passport. I don't know how you break it into the conversation, but if she looks at that and sees all the places you've been, she's going to think you're mysterious in some way. I'm telling you, it's going to lead you to get laid. And she'll probably think I'm making like an amazing amount of money, but yeah. I mean, you know. Yep. The truth will kick in. I lost my earbud. Yeah, but by the time the truth kicks in, she's long gone and you're sending boring tweets. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I do. I would like like a female in my life now. You know, exactly. <laughs> this is getting very morose. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I can do it though. You can't. Just go you for it. So? Just go balls to the wall. Just do it. I'm rooting for go you. Go it. I, in a way, I'm kind of living through you vicariously. Really? I want. I want you to go out there and and for the team. Are you talking about hookups or soulmate type thing? Uh, either one. I hope you find the soulmate, but I want you to plow some bros before you get there. What do you envision if you had to envision my soulmate sitting next to me right now? What does she look like? What does she look what like? What person is this? You seem like a blonde guy. Well, yeah, blonde brunette. I'm cool with. I like a I like an overbite. <laughs> I think I, I think I think you would. <laughs> I do love a girl with an overbite. I love a girl with an overbite. No, you don't. Yes, I do. This is not bullshit setups. I love a mousy girl. That's the only way I can define mousy. People are like, what's mousy? I'm like, I guess a fucking overbite because they seem, I don't know. What is it? What is it about? It's not a a lisp is better than that. All right, but it's not a visual thing. What is it about? I do like when their teeth jut out. It it is a visual thing? Yeah, I'm attracted to them. It's mousy. A mousy? If they can couple, you know, an overbite with glasses. That's what I'm into. Blonde or brunette does not matter. Tiny. That means they're tiny, though. Tiny. I like yeah. a petite. Because yeah. I'm five, six and a half, so I need, yeah, yeah. something can, five foot, I, five you have, I have that same thing. I I did date a girl that was taller than me, but yeah. uh, I usually know. No, I can't yeah. do it. It's my height or, or shorter. Right, yeah. It's like For the long-term point. things, I need someone, yeah, that's a little bit shorter. I'm trying to find chicks with... But I'm trying to think of a good celebrity. Chicks with an overbite are hot. <laughs> There's a, oh, so people are... It's not just me. There's a message board. See, I'm telling you, I'm into it. Good. I'm trying to. It's you could probably just Google. Thing. You could probably just Google mousy bros, and only you'll have all oh, the pictures. Mousy. I did. I did hot women with overbite. There's a chick that's a. She was in like a Twilight movie. She's a mousy broad. Rob, Robin Mead Hooper would probably Robin. like. Robin Mead. She's a mousy broad. <laughs> Underbites are always look awful, while over. So apparently, there's people out there. Overbites are really cute. And they're usually like sweet uh, girls. Is, I don't that, know what is, that, it is. is that an example of an overbite? Is that the chick from Blondie? I don't like that. Let's see if there's other ones by chance. I'm trying to think of a good there, there is. Yeah, have. I know of one. I can't think of her name. I'm thinking of her. I can picture her right now. She was in the movie 50 50. If you go to IMDb, she was in that. I know. I, oh, God. She was in some movie with Clooney, too, not too long ago. She was traveling around firing people. I forget the name of that one. 
Is that one of the movie reviews right there? <laughs> that was a movie review. <laughs> that <was> beautiful. <laughs> Traveling around firing people? Yeah, that's what he did. He was like a, one of those... A supervisor, a district supervisor or something? Uh, no. Uh, for he, a department store He worked store for chain? a firm that fired people. I don't know. Are you doing jokes? I don't know. Are you what do you mean serious? jokes? Are yeah, you I don't serious? know what the fuck. I, I'm trying to explain. I'm just trying to imagine the most boring movie ever that he was a department store supervisor. And he was <laughs> around Robin the Southeast Mead firing people. No, not her. No, Robin that's... Mead's got some nice fun bags on her, though. Yeah, she's a nice lady. Would, would she, no, would you she worries me. Come on. Yeah, that, nah. No, that looks mean. Introducing the V-slider. She would look like she would rake your penis. <laughs> yeah, something soft. Kristen Shaw, they're saying? Kristen Shaw's the girl? Let's see. Yeah, that might be her. That sounds familiar. Kristen Shaw. This girl's mousy broad, if that's the name of the girl. Come on, Rock. Do your gigawatts. Oh, the computer's going crazy. There we go. Kristen Shaw. He's Kristen Shaw. Oh, I remember her. Yeah, she's she's mousy. Oh no, not done. No. But does that? she have an overbite? Can we? How do we tell? Yeah, she she's an got an overbite. But yeah, uh, she's not that attractive. Don't most boys have overbite? Like. She's always on Comedy Central. He's not that attractive. I'm trying to think. I can't think of a good celebrity. Mousy though, you know Natalie mousy. Portman is not doesn't have an overbite, but that's the size we're looking for here. Sure. And then you know petite, Petite-ed small mousy. like that. And a lisp. That's a real thing. So that's your soulmate. I love a girl right with there. a lisp. A lisp. Yeah, when you meet him, like there's a girl, I don't know, I saw two girls in one year that were, had a lisp and they were both beautiful. Mm. And they sounded so sweet. Because of the lisp? Yeah, yeah, of course. And with an overbite, I think it creates maybe a little bit of a speech impediment too that makes sure. them seem sweet. Sure. And that just, that's enough to hook me in right there. Wow. So you're going to. little thing. Yeah, it's not a joke. Overbite sweetness. Yeah. That's what you like. That's what I like. I like a sweet girl. Yeah. Even though I say vicious things, but I think it would balance me. So you don't, you don't like, uh, you're not, you're not, you know, you, you don't like the one night stand thing, no? No, I'm, I'm sort of done with it. I mean, you know, every it's, like six months it happens, and that's fun. But no, I'd rather you know have something or. Yeah, do you go young? It's been that way lately, but I haven't mm. chosen that. Like I don't choose any of it, it mm. but it has been in the early twenties, which is nice. Yeah. New cars, slightly used maybe. <laughs> I like new skin. Yeah. New skin. <laughs> That's fucking creepy. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's the creepy side of the table. That's oh, normal. I say new skin. Oh, yeah. But it's a, yeah, it has been like 24 to 26 or something mm. the last couple of years. Yeah. And I don't know why. That's, still got, that's too old for Karen. They got yeah. the new car smell. But there's a thing with that age range looking for me, like in my late 30s. Yeah. yeah there's something there. It doesn't work out. Side, yeah. I don't know. A couple weeks in, you're just like, hey, get the fuck out, please. No, they're, they're actually really cool, but I, you know, I don't know. Just I need to get it instead of six months because I get in a bad place if it goes six months without it. But so every move it up to every three months or something like that. That'd be a healthy yeah, cycle. Not bad. Yeah. Every three. Yeah. All right. Good. For I don't you. really know if I can explain all this. You know, it's very it's, emotional. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If we, You're looking at both of us going, I'm still talking about I this. feel like you guys are going to end it at any moment. It's so <laughs> fucking somber that I don't, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm getting like uh, closure anxiety or something. <laughs> Paul Hooper, everybody. Comedian Paul Hooper. PaulHooperComedy.com? Yes. Thank you. Is that right? PaulHooperComedy.com. Paul Twi- Hooper on Twitter. Just Paul Hooper. At Paul Hooper on Twitter. Yep. And he's going to be playing Charlotte. Greensboro and Fayetteville in a couple weeks. And then in the Middle East. He's in the Middle East for amazing, 18 days. Amazing, amazing time. That's wow. awesome. Well, Nick, when you come back from the Middle East, get in touch and we'll talk about that. Yeah, I'll give you the report. Come on down. All right. Thank you, Paul Hooper. We'll do the hotties of the week you. and get the fuck out of here on lunaticradio.com. Sure. Here we go, everybody. 
Everybody, this is when we pick a chick from the wall of Tamarind. We know how to do week. Final segment doing each every week. This is how we end the show. Email us at a show with the name of Chicken Reason Why or tweet at us at Lunatic Radio with the name of the Chicken Reason Why. We'll go with Benjamin right off the bat on Twitter. He's going Mila Jovovich, who, by the way, is a good pick. Thank you, Benjamin. By the way, thank you to Benjamin for the only man in the world, I believe, over there in France. He lives, I think he lives in France. Uh, he actually owns a Kieran System t shirt. He showed it to us on uh, Facebook or on Twitter early in the week. And it looks good. We highly recommend it. LunaticRadio.com forward slash swag. Yeah. Get Kieran System t-shirts. There you go. All right, Rock, who are you going with? Your hottie of the week. Uh, Trina Bowden. She's on this one's Maxim. Nice. He actually has another shirt. He put another shirt. Oh, too. Benjamin's got another shirt. Look at that. Man, he's a Important listener. swag over there. Man, he's all about the LR. Yeah, there it is. The Here's Kieran the System t-shirt. There you go. Post on our Facebook and check that out. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Michelle Beadle. Love Michelle nice Beadle. Love the uh, talking heads on the uh, nice sports talk. She's on the Access Hollywood. She used to be on Sports Nation on the ESPN. Michelle Beadle, my hottie of the week. Paul Hooper, you got one? Hottie of the week? Yeah. You don't have to partake if you don't want. Natalie Portman's too easy, right? Yeah, but you can go that. Do they have to do something this week? What happened? What happened? Did I just blank out? Hottie of the week? Can yeah. I pick anyone? Yeah, you anyone. pick anyone. Or a guy. I don't know. Whatever you're feeling. You can go with the gay well, guy. I can go with the, the gay porn star. Aminka Kelly, always is a good one. Yeah. For me. Teddy Roosevelt's going with uh, Sophie Turner. Dirk McGurk's going with Kristen Schaal and Lucas Weston. Shout out to the uh, porn star gay guy, Lucas Weston. Uh, Joe Brown, Alexandra Beckenridge. Joe Brown, Micah Fox. Coming in. That's a comedian, actually. Nobody, Paul Hooper, anybody. What did I say? Oh, Minka Kelly. Did you go to Minka Kelly? Yeah, I'm going with Minka Kelly. I'm into that right now. All right, there you go, everybody. Minka Kelly for Paul Hooper. Uh, PaulHooperComedy.com, at Paul Hooper on Twitter. Follow him up. Funny guy. Does a great job on the radio program. Helped us out this week. Absolutely. Uh, we love you, Julian Cross, wherever you are, drinking uh, whiskey, banging your wife. <laughs> there you go. And uh, follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Lunatic Radio and Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thank you, Rock. Thank you, Kieran. Thank uh, you, Paul. Thank, thank you, you Paul. guys. Paul's a great man. Did a great job today. Nice uh, time. Gino for Hottie of the Week. Nice. <laughs> it's a Hottie cat for me. Oh, right. yeah, sometimes I go to CVS and get a 12-pack of poems. <laughs> That's like a good idea. <laughs> you know what, Paul? We'll give you the last words. Go ahead. Uh, thank you. This was good. I'm going to get a duck. Someone find me a fucking duck. Just please. Soon.